Hello, hello. Welcome everyone to another episode of Quest for the Frozen Flames brought to you by Legend of Thrawn. The Legend of Thrawn brought to you by Knights of Last Call. And we are your Knights of Last Call. I'm Derek Melinda, Game Master, uh, joined by Bob Smith, Tim, and Kaz. How's everybody doing today? Good. Oh, bad for right. Monday. All right. I mean, the All Star game's on right now, but. The We're all, here. The All Star <laughs> game. God help us. National. <laughs> Nationally, that's, that's well, forbid, the least important baseball game out of all the, the it's the most epic them. game. <laughs> How could we miss it? No, uh, I haven't missed it in 15 years. I, I didn't know that was baseball. Um, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, again, I want to say, uh, Hello and welcome to everybody. Uh, we're going to give uh, we're going to give the stream about uh, ten or fifteen minutes to allow some folks to uh, to filter in here before we uh, go ahead and get started. Um, but yeah, but uh, before we get before we get going in tonight's episode, uh, Bob, wa- uh, you had a, a big a big session last night, sorta in uh, Northern Reaches. Uh, what happened? Big in terms of twelve PCs that I was running. Which yeah. I never ran more than uh, five. I think five or six. I I, a, I would refuse to run more than probably five. And you ran twelve. You know what was funny is it actually went pretty smooth. People were very respectful of each other's mic time and uh, and 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 taking actions. It got a little cluster when people were. I said, "Who wants to go through the door first? It's like me, me, you know, that kind of thing. But <laughs> yeah, in general, yeah. taking turns, being respectful of mic etiquette was actually pretty well done. In terms of me balancing uh, a monster for 12 people, that was the failure <laughs> last night. So I did not uh, make it uh, epic enough. Right. And right. they pretty much romple stomped it you now. So. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll, we've got some, uh, some important takeaways and lessons to learn. I mean, yes. Uh, Pathfinder doesn't necessarily work maybe for 12 people. So I think some some significant reworks need to be done for them. Yeah, that, that one had to be that has to be like its own boss template because it was not meant or raid template. I guess say, it's not really even a boss. It, it was literally a video game that we were playing <laughs> last night. Uh, uh, well, but one time one guy had like seven buffs on him I and mean, we were playing a video game. Yeah. <laughs> What is having seven buffs making a video game? Yeah, well, right. It, man, it was from a man who's ever played Pathfinder, that's for sure. <laughs> right. Well, we like we were getting ready to go in. They're like, all right, the the the, the main rooms on the next uh, you know, in the next door. And the people that have been in the dungeon before, like, yes, and they're like, all right, buff haste, heroism. And I'm like, oh man, we're just we're just going into it right I mean, now. That sounds sweet to me, honestly. Yeah, yeah right. But it was cool to see all that, you know, we're playing the VTT, so every like little icon was on their characters so the one guy had a lot of icons that's pretty cool um well uh yeah and i, I we we recorded that and i think yes. we're, i think we're gonna make that available definitely to our patrons yes um but uh you know but we might we might mess around and we might make it available we, we occasionally uh like to make some of our patron exclusive content visible to uh general youtube audience just so you, you all could take a look at it uh you Recently, might have gotten a chance to see uh, Mr. Smith's first solo video uh, about our Dark of Winter campaign. But certainly, whenever we're doing anything that we think is very, uh, um, you know, uh, kind of reflective of what the Patreon's all about and the kind of conversations that we're having, uh, sometimes we like to share that with the YouTube audience so that you guys can get a better sense of what you might be signing up for if you choose to sign up for the Patreon. What I might do is I might release the whole video, including all your tidbits at the end to the patrons, and then cut mm. the video down. Uh, to more of the actual encounter for the for YouTube if we end up doing it. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, great. Well, 
that's Northern Reaches. This, yes. this is the other Northern Reaches. This is the <laughs> this, this is the realm Real. of the, this, this is the realm of the Mammoth Lords. Um, and we uh, are in episode five. So let me uh, quickly uh, just sort of walk you through the board here, so we can see what's going on, um, and everybody can uh, you know kind of uh, figure out what's happening. Uh, so first things first, you can see here that we have uh, our our camp. Uh, now, the Broken Tusk following is about uh, 80 to 90 people, and it is consists of uh, the uh, party who are acting as the scouts of the Broken Tusk. And there are four uh, folks that are known as Mammoth Lords, and these are the sort of leaders of the four, uh, or I should say of the, uh, uh, of the uh, houses and the tribes of the Broken Tusks. Now, there used to be five, but Grandfather Iowa... Uh, has passed on, leaving only four. And the Mammoth Lords are the sort of uh, de facto leaders of the uh, following. In addition, there are a number of other folks that the PCs have managed to make uh, uh, as allies and support, uh, and will maybe eventually even one day come to call them uh, lieutenants or cohorts uh, as the, the continue to potentially gain strength and power which everybody knows also gives you uh, followers and uh, makes you stronger. Um, but front and center, you can see this big honking guy right here. Um, and that is a massive hadrosaurid, which was wrestled and tamed last session uh, by our very own Thrawn the Barbarian. <laughs> so... <laughs> So one of the first things that you're going to see tonight, um, we have a couple of new things here. So one is, um, as always, we like to encourage and thank everybody who chooses to donate and tip and support the show and the programming. Um, we have uh, sort of two main ways that you can support the show. Uh, you can tip us through the Stream Elements page. And if you tip us through the Stream Elements page, uh, you do that by the link below, or you could type exclamation point tip, and that'll bring up the link in the chat. And you can click that, and you can uh, set up your account there and send us a, a tip. And uh, obviously that is very appreciative. And that, any tips generated from tonight's session is gonna go towards the bar at the top of the, the, uh, of the screen. And uh, if we achieve the goal of $100, uh, then, the uh, party will be uh, granted or bestowed the horns of power. Yes, the horns of power. Uh, Whippa, the former scout leader, recent mother of three, uh, has been diligently working to craft the horns of the slain moose that started off our entire campaign into a monster part magic item. Oh, yeah. Um, and if the, uh, of course... She had three children uh, and so has been unable to complete the work. But if the following, that's you, uh, can chip in and uh, support her uh, and, and help her with her duties, uh, maybe through a generous cash donation, uh, if we can get to $100, then uh, the horns of power will be completed and will be bestowed upon the party. Make a pretty sweet uh, uh, little item there for, for any strength-based character. And we, know, know, we have a, quite a few of those in the party. <laughs> <laughs> um, only yes uh second and and third you'll notice that uh, we have two uh sort of rewards tonight uh they're located on the left side of your screen whoever is our top tipper at the end of the night 
Uh, so that's the that's the cumulative total of all of your stream elements tips. Whoever's our top tipper tonight gets to at the end of the uh, at the end of the session name Thrawn's dinosaur. So you will get to name uh, uh, as long as it's not a, a curse word or something that YouTube will demonetize us for. Uh, yeah, uh, you get to you get to name uh, Kaz's uh, new dinosaur, Thrawn's new dinosaur, uh, and give it whatever name you think would be cool and appropriate and fitting. Uh, and we will we will certainly honor that. Uh, similar to, uh, Bob's, uh, bear who is uh, now named Barrick the bear. Uh, and second, or I should say thirdly, uh, whoever's our top super chatter tonight, uh, is going to be able to make a decision on behalf of the following, and they are going to be able to add to or subtract to from any of the four resources, which represent the, uh, sort of power of the, uh, uh, of the frozen flame or of the frozen flame of the, uh, where are we? Who broken tusk. Who are broken, we? Broken flame. <laughs> broken flame. Broken tusks. Flaming, flaming tusks. Sorry. Flaming tusks. Uh, the uh, the stream lagged out, and so I got distracted. Tusking mammoths. The tusking the tusking mammoths tusking on fire. Mammoths. <laughs> Delinda. Uh, Delinda. The burning mammoths in the chat. <laughs> um, yes. Sorry. The broken tusks. Uh, now we covered this a little bit last time, but uh, you'll see on the right side of your screen there are four statistics that sort of get, uh, sort of represent the health and well-being of the broken tusk following. Now the PCs are going to be quest uh, tasked with the quest to recover the frozen flame, but along the way they also have the secondary responsibility of supporting, helping, and even uh, growing or helping thrive the. Uh, following that is their uh, sort of their home, their family and the like, and, and have an opportunity to change it and shift it and potentially even one day become its leader. And as such, the broken tusks are represented by four stats, population, morale, food, and herd uh, representing the people of the following, their well-being, their morale, how much food, water, and supplies they have. And lastly, the strength of the herd which is, of course, uh, what they rely on to survive and to uh, transport their uh, uh, tents and yurts and various other supplies, um, providing milk and hides and food and the whole the whole nine yards. So uh, whoever is our top super cheddar tonight is going to be able to uh, make a decision and we'll affect that. Um, and we'll uh, let them pick a, a, a reason. And if, maybe if they want to put in something kind of new, cool narrative thing, and the next time we play, um, that will that will come into effect. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, maybe uh, some of the, the mammoths die of old age or exhaustion, and we they choose to tick the herd down too. Um, or, oh. you know, but, uh, or maybe, uh, the, you know, the, uh, the, the, the snares and the trappers and hunters are, are much- Wrong button. Are, uh, are much more successful than they ordinarily were and the and the following grains gains two food. So regardless, uh, the idea here is it's a way for you uh, as being a, a top supporter of the channel to have a way to uh, influence uh, our story a little bit. All right. So with all that out of the way, uh, well, let's get into it. So um, gentlemen, uh, well, when we last left to you all, I'm going to bring us over here to the... Uh, Oh, the Seorn route here. Uh, hello, Breck. I am very large. Oh, yeah. very large. <laughs> uh, right there. There we go. Oh. <laughs> so um, here we go. Uh, so the last time <clears throat> we left you guys, you all had be decided to move uh, sort of southwest, um, or so I should say southeast 
um, sort of th- through the rails. And when I say you all decided, what I really mean to say is uh, the the chat decided. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, we were going to follow the river, but no one had river lore, right? That's correct. 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 Yes. Which is like the one skill you really need in this game. But <laughs> yeah. There it's are really the primary thing for this adventure. There so. are there are a lot of rivers. All right. So um, in that case, let me bring up. Uh, so today uh, is the. Um, or I should say yesterday, I say it would was would have been the second um, as you all moved uh, to here. And then today is the third. And of course, the uh, the burning mammoths uh, will also take their move as well. So, um, what, uh, as the, as the day dawns now, yesterday, you all made your way towards the Hills. You were still, t- I'm going to move you guys here really quick, but you guys are still, we're still in the sort of the plains area. Um, mm-hmm. and now a four of you, now these are not mountains, these are Hills, uh, but is a sort of a, a rugged, uh, landscape, uh, where the going will be slower and a little bit more treacherous, but also potentially could, uh, confuse or otherwise stymie the your pursuers who might not might have a harder time tracking you in the rough terrain uh with the more uh changes in elevation and you know the peaks and the valleys and the little canyons um and also being a much larger force they may have an even harder time making their way through the hills than uh your following will again you guys number under 100 uh granted you have your uh your herd as well uh, but they number in you know thousand or or more so uh there are quite a lot of people all right so uh as we are sort of still playing in sort of exploration mode light uh for this first mm-hmm. part as sort of an introductory uh you know uh area um what uh what would you guys like to do today on behalf of the broken tusk following and of course feel free to discuss and make any decisions we uh we ready to charge the burning mammoth. Nah, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't level up yet. Bob, <laughs> not quite there yet. Bob, I think. Bob, level three or four. Bob, think about the experience. <laughs> we can just farm them all day. <laughs> you can. Yeah. You can we'll just, we just pick them off. You can yeah, just, we'll, yeah, we'll pull a couple at a time. We're just gonna fill this entire hex with pit traps. <laughs> yeah. You can grind Perfect. them out. You can just grind them yeah. out. <laughs> um, I do. I think we need to make we need to uh, create some distance between us and, and these, these guys. So I would know. concur. And, and the wise spirits of the YouTube told us to go over this Hills. So <laughs> I will follow them. Yes. <laughs> All right. Agreed. All right. So in that case, right. uh, I am going to go ahead and move you. Now here's the deal. Uh, that actually takes two days uh, to travel into that hex. So uh, today is actually going to go to uh, the fifth. Let me see if I can bring this up here. Game pause. There we go. Um, okay. <laughs> now our food is at eight. Right. Well, I was going to try to kill the dinosaur to feed us for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Can't kill my dinosaur. <laughs> I mean, if it comes to it, hero? I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see here. I don't know, man. We can always get more bears. 
I guess no. that is true. I mean, wow. like, can't you it's spawn a new bear like every action, right? every day, every week? Yeah, or something? I feel like I could feed us for a while. I can right. spawn we'll bears constantly. Spawning bears. <laughs> Do you guys feel like owl today? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you move into the hill terrain, that's going to take two days. Um, so first, mm-hmm. let me roll to see uh, how far the. Uh, uh, burning mammoths move on 11 catch you and slaughter you uh, on an 11 or higher uh, they move one text in one day okay no so it's going to take them two days uh, uh, 20 do they move two <laughs> uh, no on a 20 oh day. my gosh oh I don't know that kind of is sweet I don't... Right? <laughs> all right so they're gonna move there so in basically in two days uh, you move to here uh, and they move to here um, but we do need to roll a uh we do need to roll a random encounter as we uh, have before. All right. And uh, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing happens as you move, begin making oh. your way through the crappy uh, hills, the stony hillsides. Now the going is slow and rough. Um, and of course, time uh, is passing. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, as you move into these hills uh, and the people begin uh, to uh, sort of, uh, uh, there's not as much to forage here or anything like that. Um, and so your food goes down two units. Mm. How many, uh, how many pregnant women and children do we have? Um, I would say that in terms of elderly um, uh-huh. infants uh, or the otherwise uh, disabled, uh, it's uh-huh. probably, it probably represents about 25%. 25%. Okay. So can we take four off of pop and add four back to food? <laughs> <laughs> Leave, just leave the children. Children, no, go. no, 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 no. no. Let's eat that. Not leaving. Yeah. Oh. Cannibalize them. That's, that's I knew he was going. That's even going burning mammoths. I wish burning I, mammoths are the cannibals. I, cannibalism. I wish I remembered which one of these buttons was the sad trombone. Uh, <laughs> it's um, been two days. We averted to cannibalism. What? <laughs> not, not Tim. Not Tim. No, it's been it's been four days now. <laughs> Oh, my bad. My bad. Um, Five days, I'll just eat my family. (laughs) All right. So um, (laughs) times are very, very, very tough. All right. So which way were we supposed to go next, uh, Smith? Do you remember? Were we going to the other hill or or south? So we're supposed to now go through the other hills with the river, do a river crossing or ride the river down to the lake. Well, Well, riding the river down the lake, this is not. The, the Hobbit, so there's no barrel riding here. We can make it happen, guys. I mean, do it. listen, it's Pathfinder Damn 2. is pulling rafts. It's Pathfinder 2. Anything is possible. Um, you know, I, I, got, I got plus three in craft. We can do this. <laughs> yeah, we can just cut some I'll trees wrestle down. them into the barrels. Come on now. Uh, okay, but uh, regardless, um, it takes two days, uh, but you're able to, you know, traverse the... Uh, uh, the distance through the rough and broken terrain, but still at night, um, you can see uh, the glowing fires of the burning mammoth legion uh, down on the plains below as they make their way um, southeast towards you. All right. So what do you guys want to do? I feel do? like we could go one more, but then we might need a fish. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's my opinion. Well, if they if they get held up here and Derek keeps rolling like crap. We can spend the day at the lake, which I think is the plan. Yeah, right. we did, but yeah. we just got to make it there. Well, um, say if we go through the mountains one more time, because here's yeah. the thing, too. They're probably going to have to follow us. They don't know to land, so they're following yeah. our trail, which yes. is right. massive. 
So Which we'll leave through the mountains instead of going around. River. And they but move slower through the hills. That's they move slower through the hills. Correct. Um, then we'll uh, we'll hop through these three or two. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Planes. We'll get to this point here. If we have enough of a lead at that point, because Derek has rolled pretty poorly, you know, before then we'll know. I'm just concerned about our food by then, but we could, we would well, take no, it one hex at a time. Here's the thing. Food doesn't matter for everyone's debt, right? Fair. If we get here and Derek is still caught up, we know we can spend the day mm-hmm. for taking a for break, food. letting people yep. relax, f- fishing, right? Right. If we get here and Derek has rolled amazing and they're right here, doesn't matter anyway. At that point, if morale's getting bad, we should just charge before it gets lower because <laughs> then maybe we'll still get a plus one. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, Which I agree with Pathfinder keep- is important. <laughs> Math is tight. Math is tight. <laughs> oh, that's true. Um, I mean, I do agree with going up at least a few more to see and where we are, we were at and try to get a lead on them. I do agree with that. All right. Uh, oh, sounds, uh, sounds good to me. All right. So you guys are going to spend uh, two days then, and you guys are going to move into this hex. All right. So let me roll for them while they're still down here on the planes. Uh, all right. So you guys continue to move into the hex. Um, Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. It's a good thing we. Uh, it's a good thing we uh, didn't officially make that establish a rule that rule. That, that needs to be a, a tip. <laughs> that has to be a tip. Uh, but that does mean that they are able. That's that's just the first day, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. So now on the seventh, as you guys actually move into this hex, now they move into the hillside. Okay. Well, it's going to take them two days as well. So they're not even into this hex yet. Right. Um. All right. Okay. Now, Derek, there's a river here, and we have to camp at least halfway through the hex. Yeah. Can we make a survival check or something to like get fish out of the river for the night? We have to stay in the mountains. Yeah, that's yeah, that seems pretty reasonable. But before we do that, I'm going to roll a random encounter. Yep. And because and because you're going to be spending be spending two days here, I'm going to roll two. All right. Double five. So so nothing happens, and because you're completely unmolested as you make your way through here, and you are familiar with this river, and uh, the wisdom of the following uh, is good enough. Um, I'm going to let everybody make a uh, check um, and to see if you guys can help gather and subside on food. Um, and if uh, if two of you are successful, I will increment food by one. So I have forager. Okay. Yeah. Which Ooh. every time I use survival to oh, subsist, same. I am add four people so if we get multiple successes for people with forager can we get two food uh yeah that seems very i have forager as well okay i mean we're we're not exactly interested in like the exact number of did i you know did i did i feed 25 people or six people or whatever like that um all right well Breck got a eight. Jordan got a twelve. Yeah. Droga got a twenty-two, though. That's a great check from Droga. And Thron right. Thron failed as well. Uh, but <laughs> Dro- uh, Droga, though, uh, was successful enough. And with your forager uh, yep. uh, feat, uh, Bob, uh, I'm going to go ahead and count that as uh, one success. So food is going to go up uh, by one. Nice. Uh, nice. But of course, uh, the the two days passed, so two units of food. <laughs> You know, it's good enough. All right. It's going to have to do, boys. Oh, we'll be back in the planes here, and they can go back to foraging. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was trying to forage on dinosaur back, and it just is it's not as effective. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, I'm going to ding morale one. Um, mm. 
It's been a very hard going uh, the last couple of days, especially through this rocky terrain. There's been little opportunity to stop, to rest, to recover. Uh, the the burning lesion got that that twenty. <laughs> like, and we all know that they're like in, in another in a future version that they, they could have caught up with us. Um, uh, and so like the fight the. The, the fires at night sort of cast this sort of orange glow on the horizon and it's just been weighing down on everybody's um, sort of mental state. Um, so whipping these people. All right. Uh, let me set this up real quick. And uh, death is a harsh place. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, I said, man, we had to fight a lot of demons. All right. Like, oh, I'm sorry. You don't you, you're feeling sad today. OK, we'll ask the forces of hell to go away. <laughs> right the beatings will continue until morale improves there we go okay I... <laughs> <laughs> um all right so uh that was uh the last two days and now it is the seventh all right so uh as dawn arises before you the sort of mountainous terrain sort of starts to break down a little bit um and you could see the the wide low sloping grasslands that lead down to gleaming sun lake in fact from this elevation uh you know the lake is probably 20 ish miles away 20 30 miles away so you could actually sort of see the shimmering large uh lake sort of on the distance on the horizon and there is uh renewed hope within the group uh some people are very foolishly expecting the burning that maybe we'll lose them in the in the hills um but uh and of course there's a, a realization of what's happening as well within the camp especially you know um some of the younger children the gleaming sun lake is considered as one of the you know uh one of the basically great times uh it's sort of a post celebration uh they, they usually spend several weeks there you know people get to play in the water and like there's a lot of uh celebration as you know at, by that point in time spring is kind of really kicking in um and of course the realization now that uh you know so some of the kids are like really excited and then like the parents are having to tell them like no no like <laughs> we're running for our lives this is not uh we're not going to be hanging out we're not going to be having fun all right so back to uh exploration all right where to Oh, towards the lake right no yeah we are, we're gonna come under up underneath the lake all right sounds good all right so you guys move here they finish their move to here okay um and uh we will get a we will get a uh oh <laughs> burning mammoths what no uh and again no no encounter chance encounter so that's good for you guys all right, all right. nice quiet uh See the lake. Yep. <laughs> All right. Just to the other side, everyone. All right. Uh, well, assuming you guys are going to continue pushing on. Yeah, we're going to come down up underneath. Mm -hmm. yep. All right. There we uh, go. I will roll for the mammoths and see how they are going to do. Ooh. Hello. Oh, that's not good. Oh, it just means <laughs> it just means it's going to take them two days. Um. All right. Still pretty close. <laughs> I know. Uh, we need we need them to roll some ones. Yeah, and, and I'll roll right for right, I'll, I'll roll for you guys. Ooh, all right. Ooh. Uh, that shouldn't have been murdering mammoths. That should have been the broken tusks. Um, all right. So as you begin making your way around the southern end of the lake, uh, well, we uh, the group has a random encounter. Mm. <laughs> um, so let me pull this up. All right. Um, I need. What do I need. I need your guys's minis. All right. Doo, 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 doo. All right. 
All right. Now, of course, remember that you guys have been sort of uh, obviously staying with the following kind of Think of yourself as being within that hex uh, at any given time, ranging, you know, as many as a couple miles ahead um, and then sometimes falling behind. Now, this route, this southern route is not one that the uh, the following usually takes. And as you make your way out of sort of the the broken hilly uh, terrain that you have been traveling through for the last four or five days, mm-hmm. you come across a strange valley Um one that you are quite certain that you and the following have never been through before, but it does seem to lead in the right direction. It's like a giant battleground. Um, And uh, nothing grows in this sort of desolate valley, Uh, Hmm. but there are fragments of rusted metal protruding from the churned earth, um, Hmm. frozen into furrows over many, many icy winters. And near the center of the battlefield stands a small monument, a inverted cone of black basalt rock over four feet tall, its tip embedded firmly into the earth. The flat circular side of the cone faces the sky. Atop the cone, three metal battle standards form a tripod that supports a human-sized effigy made of leather and wood. So there's this strange inverted pyramid rock sticking out in the middle of this, uh, of this battlefield here. And uh, there's a bunch of battle standards sort of hanging around it. And then on top of this uh, battle standard, or I should say on top of this rock, um, you see a, it looks like a, almost like a scarecrow, but made out of bits of rusted spears, tattered banners, sort of cobbled together into a rough, almost like Burning Man-esque, like caricature hmm. of a person. I was just about to ask. Yeah. But sort of the acting as sort of uh, the human creature-sized creature, is actually pretty big. It's larger than a human. Um, its chest is... Uh, made up of, of a very, very fine metal shield. And actually uh, it's almost like functioning on this as like a breastplate. Um, and even at this distance, um, you can see that unlike the rest of the weapons in this desolate valley, the shield does not bear the marks of rust and decay and time uh, as the rest of the weapons do. Uh, it's, mm. it's one thing to see metal weapons like this. It's another thing to see this many. Now, the rest of you might have some ideas about what this is or what, you know, what isn't this isn't is or isn't. But Joran, you recognize the weapons, the uh, which are, of course, very old and rusted and pitted and and just the general shape and size of um, of this area as an ancient battleground from one of the very first Mendevian Crusades. Now, the you know, the, the world wound opened almost 100 years ago. So, uh, you know, this was even before your time, but when the, when the abyss first ripped open and the demonic hordes were coming back, uh, they ranged very, very far, uh, you know, outside of just, uh, you know, uh, uh, Sakaris and stuff like that into the surrounding areas. And there were many such battles where, uh, armies, units fought against demons. Um, and in those times, things were very chaotic. Sometimes even men fought men for variety of reasons. And you can tell from the general shape and and nature of these uh, weapons uh, based on their markings and the sort of style that these are all 
first crusade era uh, Mendevian. But the shield has a mark on it showing that this was uh, like a captain's shield. Uh, and it is still in good condition. And you know that the Mendevians uh, were, were fine steel workers, but not that fine. Um, and so if there is a shield out here and after all this time, it is likely magical. I said, Joran, that's got your name written all over it. <laughs> there's there's nothing that would mark this as like a sacred. I guess I turned it to Joran. I'm like, is this like, are we treading on graves here? Do I know who won this battle? Uh, I mean, this is one skirmish amongst many, you know. Uh, well, this humans wouldn't honor their dead like this, would they? No. In this battle? No. Okay. So we're not like, if we take the shield, we're not like upsetting. Right. As much as I would consider giving this captain an honorable bearer, we must consider something else. This is a place of power, a place of power for the forces of the abyss. The burning mammoths are hot in our trail, and they are confident, as they should be, for we pose no threat to them. They will come through this valley. If we leave it undisturbed, they will spend the day to harness the forces of the abyss to enhance their own power. They worship the demons as you worship the spirits. All right, what do you all do? Well, I mean, we have to make our way through this area anyways, right? We're the, the lead elements, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, you were scouting this as a potential pathway down to the lake, so this is kind yeah. of the way that you've sort of been led. Um, but more specifically, I'm just asking each individual character uh, if there's anything special that you would like to do. My right. recommendation is that we don't disturb this and don't mm -hmm. cleanse it or anything like that and carefully make sure the following just passes through without touching anything and okay. then leave this behind for the burning mammoths because they will see this. And if we don't like purify the evil that has occurred here, they will probably spend a day to celebrate the way we would spend a day to celebrate moon spirits or something. Does that make sense? So this may be a delay for them is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. They will take the extra day because how many hot spots of abyss and demonic power are they going to come across up here? And this, well, this is like the focus of their like belief. I, I know it's probably not very good, Aaron, but why don't you go ahead and make a, a religion check? Religion? I don't know yeah. shit about religion. Why would a cleric have religion? I think oh. they have to by default. They do. <laughs> I, otherwise I wouldn't have taken it. Um, uh, and anybody trained in nature can actually make a check as well. <laughs> I do have Lord Demon if that matters. So, so Joran rolls a one. Yes. I get a three. Right. So you guys are like, yes, this is what is, this is definitely what is true. 22 for Droga. All right. Very good. Uh, and Aaron, uh, Lord Demon actually uh, could be useful here as well. Um. So, uh, you know, as you're sort of looking over the area, Droga, you can't help but notice. Oh, and Joran, um, you know, the, the closer you look at it. Joran rolled a 16 for demon check. Yeah. Uh, the closer you look at it, the, you, you make a realization that um, uh, while this may have been a battle between Mendevian knights and demons, um, 
the uh, nature by which these uh, markings have been erased is not like a, it doesn't have the, the same feel of a demonic mockery. It's not mocking the, the Mendevians. It's almost in a way kind of honoring them. So we don't know if it's for sure demonic, mm. Joran. It might be worth to, to get the shield for us. Because if then, not, the burning mammoths will get the shield. Well, uh, but then we have to have a combat encounter, and that's going to take like two hours. And then, well, <laughs> and then I'd rather just not get loot and just be like whatever. Let's just talk. <laughs> about no, okay, okay, that's fine. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> uh, very well. We must, we must um, face this bow with valor. And Droga, uh, with your nature check, you actually sort of detect a, a strange almost energy in this valley, almost like a, a spiritual or, or natural, I don't know, like a ley line, like a, Ooh. like a focus of energy. I love ley lines. Okay. <laughs> so I was kind of half right. Right. I mean, right. Exactly. Uh, well, um, I, I know nothing, right. so I will follow my last known instruction and begin moving forward. All right. That sounds good. Uh, just sort of giving it a wide berth. Yeah, that sounds good. So meta, are we are we screwing with this? Or are we walking? Yeah. Oh, we're getting this shield, dude. <laughs> I walk up and I bang my spear in my shield. And I go, oh, there thing that's clearly a, a creature waiting to attack. Aaron, <laughs> as you get closer. <laughs> <laughs> I look at my party. Am I going to have to wrestle this thing again? Uh, uh, it's. It's totally a thing waiting for you to attack. <laughs> All right. Um, the say that was a guard action because I did have my shield up. So uh, yeah, that works. That works for me. Actually, um, as you approach, uh, there's a variety of uh, things that happen. The effigy at the top of the basalt monolith begins to stir, um, and seemingly kind of comes to life, but not unlife, not construct life. It actually almost seems like it's being animated by streamers of magic that are actually coming out from this basalt uh, monolith that is sticking out from the ground. And that energy kind of ripples across the ground, almost like electricity, uh, but with a strange green energy. And then you can see uh, throughout the battlefield as a variety of blades Oh my goodness. And weapons begin uh, sort of animating and spitting to life very much in the vein of a, of an animated weapon, but not um, the 10 foot long weapons, right? Uh, not the ton, not the 10 foot long weapons. All of these are. Okay. Uh, and then the, uh, the massive effigy sort of uh, spins and kind of comes to life and looks down at Joran menacingly and, uh, as menacingly as something without a face can possibly do. And uh, yeah. And then the uh, animated blades spin hurl in the air and then whip towards you to attack. All right. So it is definitely a combat. Um, we start encounter yeah. mode. Yeah. So we, uh, we should be in encounter mode. All right. So uh, Breck got a 21. Yeah. Uh, Thrawn got a 24. Oh, my. Droga got a 17, and Joran got an 8, giving him plenty of time to get his right, shield good up. Good luck, guys. <laughs> uh, well, the animated blades are very slow. 
but the effigy of uh, Yagoon, oh, yeah. the effigy of Yagoon is extremely quick. Um, and I actually uh, don't know what this thing does. Um, <laughs> you know, it's all good. So many things. Uh, frightened creatures, frightened creatures, frightened creatures. Great. Um, all right. Um, the uh, effigy is going to, uh, as a free action, start off with its baleful glow. And it is uh, uh, its uh, head bursts into flame that sheds outward in light and illumination. And it is the first round of combat. And any creature that has not acted yet is startled and uh, oh. and becomes flat footed uh, against the creature. Um, so uh, uh, for one round. So um, and then uh, that that is what it does for free. And then it has a speed of uh, something. Oh, that's a great speed. Yeah, you know, you know, I got to admit uh, the uh, whatchamacallit for constructs that have a lot of immunities. The uh, foundry monster profile is pretty bad. Foundry is really bad. Or I should say Pathfinder 2 is really bad at putting where uh, creature speeds are. I've noticed. Something you <laughs> probably think you have trouble with that. It's something you probably think you would need. Um, so the effigy uh, closes in on Joran and uh, will then target him and. Uh, Aaron, it's going to claw at you. Now you are flat footed. There we go. And. Oh, oh, no. oh my gosh. And we start off with a big critical hit uh, for 20 damage. Oh, okay. well, I'm uh yeah that was almost minimum by the way just so we're <laughs> yeah yeah i saw that i did see that uh and your shield <laughs> explodes off of your hand yep uh as the creature uh, uh yeah definitely Brian, go wrestle that shield off, off free from that thing <laughs> um and uh let's see it moved it used its baleful glow and that was just a strike so it's done all right um that is my turn hold on a sec i gotta gonna say my shield is no longer raised uh that that does seem appropriate let me pop out this combat encounter boom got it all right oh boy yeah, let me do that as well uh nope that's not whose turn it is how do you make someone's turn i wish i knew you, how at the bot at the bottom you should be able to go backwards with the, yeah, the well, second the first arrow yeah but that's so stupid why is it do that i i don't i think you might be able to double click too but i'm not positive no you can't double click all right thron you're up next all right oh, uh and remember everybody for our listeners at home we do have a lot of listeners make sure to remember to uh not just uh i move square attack map map <laughs> there we go all right for our listeners at home map uh, <laughs> <laughs> gonna map uh, so i i've got some blades here i'm gonna make a guess that <clears throat> if we subdue this effigy the blades will go down as well so uh what i'm gonna do i don't know it's pathfinder went that ruin our balanced experience and um what we need for a fun challenge uh well is this a pathfinder adventure or is it a derek modified pathfinder adventure? Ooh, fairly straight no I've, I've changed every single encounter you've ever encountered this entire module did you yep <laughs> oh uh, so not, i didn't change the moose fight 
Oh, fair enough. <laughs> That's how we own Flying that into a rage and uh, with a burst of speed, Thrawn rushes forward, taking up a flanking position against this effigy that he sees in front of us and making a strike at the back of his head. Yep. That's always the best place to do it. Well, there Ooh, we go. It's a critical hit. Critical nice. hit. Wow. Everything is just crits awesome. tonight. Yeah. Just all, right. the, all sides. Uh, perfect critical hit with that 27, by the way. Oh, yes. Uh, actually, you can see here that the AC 19 creatures reduced to 17 because of flat footed, because of flanking, meaning the 27 is now a critical hit. And you know what to put in chat. <laughs> That's right. Uh, that math is tight. Um, <laughs> oh, 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 my gosh. 30 it, damage. Was that just the, with the. Is that the attack? Nice. Is that the attack roll, or what am I looking at here? Jesus, that's the damage, friend. Damage! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, right. yeah, you rolled a nine on that D ten. That's pretty solid. Holy <laughs> the legend of Thrawn. Yeah, the legend of Thrawn. All right. Well, the creature does only takes twenty five damage, um, as, <laughs> uh, as it does seem oh, to no. have some resistance against your bludgeoning <laughs> attack. Uh, but it is still okay. a absolutely massive haymaker of a an attack, and uh, boy. Boy, it's uh, it, boom. All right, so Thron, uh, you're done, right? Yes, sir. I just hit end turn. All right, great. All right, so who does that bring up next? Animated Blade. Ooh, Animated Blade. That's my favorite one. Uh, animated Blade <laughs> is going to... Uh, Careful, he's going to cusp all that edge. Oh, it's going to fly, it's gonna fly 15 feet. And it's going to attack Droga with a rusty blade strike. Oh, it also has the tetanus ability. Does it do more damage because it's rusty? Uh, no, it does have the tetanus of tetanus ability. Yeah, the, that's no, we, I got my shot. Literally got an ability called tetanus. It sure does, Kaz. <laughs> <laughs> One week from now, oh, <laughs> your jaw will get slightly tight. You become <laughs> you become clumsy, clumsy, paralyzed, and then dead. It's actually kind of sad. All right. <laughs> Uh, all right. Sounds like old age. All right. Ooh, Bob, 23. Ooh, that hits. Uh, that is a hit. Yep. Bob, mm -hmm. you're going to take, uh, ooh, four damage from the rusty blade as it swings, <laughs> as it swings madly in the air, chopping and swerving and hacking down at you with great. Oh, oh that, that's oh, wow. another. Yeah. All right. So, uh, this thing is more proficient than the war priest. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, that checks out. <laughs> oh, all right. Do I got the, do I got the tetanus? Uh, we won't know for a week, Bob. <laughs> I better write that down. I'm never going to remember that. <laughs> right. uh, I doubt you'll remember it even if you write it down. Um, all right. So, also, also true. All right, Breck. Um, animated blades begin swarming around you, but uh, up ahead, a massive looming construct chunks into Joran before being completely backhand smashed by the massive raging fist of Thrawn. What are you going to do, Breck? Uh, Brett kind of yells, oh, damn, Jordan, no, and uh, is going to stride over here. And and by, the, by the way, remember your remember your MVP. Maybe we'll do a role playing game, a role playing award tonight. And remember that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jordan, no, no, Jordan, <laughs> no, no, Jordan. No. Oh, God, no. This <laughs> is over. He says, I'll save you, Jordan. <laughs> First strike. Oh, no. 
Oh, there it is. Mm. Oh, oh, wow. That, that, oh, man, that's terrible. Well, that's, you, nice. you, that's all right. We still have the hatchet, guys. Um, the hatchet's hatchet, the MVP. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That's our you, big daddy. You did, you did miss with the bone battle. Oh, yeah. It's an actual critical hit from the hatchet. But the slashing weapon of Breck, despite the critical hit only doing 10 damage, which is minimal, does actually completely hit through uh the creature's uh resistance to damage so it apparently is weak or not weak but uh takes full damage from slashing all right next up is another animated blade left alone the animated blade uh flanks Uh. with the other animated blade and begins going on a 10 a terrorizing attack terrorizing attack against drogon as they continue oh my gosh just keep hitting me just goodness tearing him up as they could keep hacking oh no Uh, another three damage, another so four much damage. Tetanus. Um, tetanus is flowing through. Okay. Final. Oh, I can't miss. Droga right. has so much tetanus now. We must not even bother saving them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Take the arm. Take the arm. Um, yeah, it's like it, it's like grayscale. You just say, ah, <laughs> he's just dead end. Cover that up real quick. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that guy's turn is over as well. All right, uh, Droga, you are surrounded by animated blades, uh, which are hacking you to pieces slowly but surely. Yeah, I'm going to make uh, the effigy my hunted prey and make a recall knowledge on it. Yeah, go ahead and make a craft check as this is a construct. Oh, boy. I'd also allow an arcana check. Oh, it seems to run on some type of electricity. (laughs) The good old electricity. Which we know plenty about. I understood that reference. All right. Well, I'm going to command my my bear. Yes. To come around the side to flank this animated Conga blade line. and <laughs> and attack. All right. It's command Barrick. Command Barrick. All right. He's gonna. Uh, your bear moves to the side. He's gonna go for a jaws oh. attack. All right. Uh, Bob, you see yourself on by zero fourteen. What's wrong? You see yourself on the stream. You've been scalped. What happened? Did your your head is disconnected from the rest of your face. <laughs> what? Oh, it's awesome! Uh, <laughs> oh man, I don't, yeah, I don't think I'm so. S- oh, you're That's, back. You're back right. Bob. Bob, Bob, Bob's camera couldn't handle the 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 excitement of of the, the bear attack. Of the bear attack. <laughs> All right, he roll. He's got that 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 chomper. <laughs> All right, the animated blade takes. Uh, let me see if it's got any damage reduction for being a construct. Loading, please wait. It is piercing damage. Uh, uh, it's hard. Oh, it has hardness. It is an item that's uh, animated. Uh, yeah. So it has construct hardness. So it uh has oh. a hardness of four, and it will reduce any amount of damage it takes equal to the hardness. Once it's reduced to fewer than half its hit points, however, or immediately upon being damaged by a critical, its armor breaks and its armor class is reduced to fourteen. So I did four damage to it. Uh, so it's going to take off four points of damage. And so, yes, Bob, uh, your eight points of damage from your uh, bear are only going to deal uh, four, but it only has four hit points. So, oh, all right, uh, it all takes right, four perfect. points of damage, and you because smash it. You smash it out of the sky. Perfect, because my hunted shot is coming up next for the effigy. All right, uh, I'm going to roll a bow. I'm a plus one. Yeah, I'm, I've had my bow out. Yeah, I'm going to give this guy cover. Uh, yep, because you got some of your allies in the way. Yep. Um, and yeah, just shoot, just shoot through me. It's fine. What is? Don't worry about it. It's coming through. Pew pew. Oh, no. It's a it's a critical miss. Uh, oh, that's what my hit. 
Uh, but your second one uh, from it's your flurry shot uh, hits, and he takes nice. six damage. However, as it is piercing, he takes five off of that. Oh, so, oh. so, he, so he takes dink, so he dink. takes one point of damage. Dink, dink. All right, All right. right. Is your attack Looks, right, Bob? It should be an eighteen, and you hit by two. I don't know how it could not be. Uh, so his first uh, volley. Uh, He's got an extra negative two because he's within 30 feet, it looks like. Wow. Oh. Yep. There you go. <laughs> yep. That's why I got my hatchets, guys. <laughs> uh, all right, Bob, you're done. Yes, animated blade up. All right, well, these, these, things, are, these ones are away from me. Yeah, these things only can move 15 feet, so it's going to, uh, I guess, move to here. And target Breck and mm. double move, and it's going to swing on you with its rusty oh, man, blade. We got to have a double conga line. Oh, like, like, a, like a split conga. <laughs> Breck, you, you, I easily kick it out of you, the way. Yeah, you kick it out of the way. All right, Joran, your your initial uh, shock of being critically hit uh, yep, recovers. My arm is broken. That's yes. fine. <laughs> That's fine. Um, uh, All right. Well, Joran's going to cast a spell. Which spell? Magic missile. Oh, that, oh that, my that, favorite. That would, that would <laughs> actually great. be really great. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we need right now. <laughs> that would actually be really good. <laughs> All right. Instead, I reach out not to Brex. I don't even know what his main weapon is. It's worthless. I reach across <laughs> him to his offhand, to the hatchet. Then I imbue it with the power of flame. Running my hand along the edge, it bursts alight with the power of holy fire. Uh, so to be clear, we are we are bypassing the D8 battle axe to, to yes. cast it on the D4 bone hatchet is that right Brett, do you, do you disagree with this D6. i mean i will cast it on the axe if you want no 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 i i completely agree with this i just want to okay, make sure the, just... i just want to make sure the folks at home realize that we are targeting the the better weapon here yes, yes. That, yes. The hatchet is by far more powerful um, we may have to break the automatic bonus progression rules normally they become striking at level four the hatchet may have to become striking at level three uh, <laughs> because right the the fictional right we talk about this all the time on the channel the the fiction should inform the mechanics Clearly, this boat, this hatchet is actually a more powerful weapon than Correct. the Adelaide because Correct. because the game, the narrative doesn't see dice; it only sees damage dealt. And right. the boat and the, the metal battle axe and just the, misses. The hatchet, and the hatchet crits. That's right, exactly. Um, <laughs> the spirits are saddened that uh, Breck took the metal weapon uh, of the enemy. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and They're not, teaching me that nature is still better. <laughs> uh, Jordan, I think you have one action left. All right, and then with my not broken arm, I will stab one-handed a spear uh, underneath the shield plate trying to get inside this thing. There you go. All right, well, it's all flanked up automatically, so you should be able to go ahead. I didn't target it. Like oh, oh, me too. It's all crits here. It's another, all crits all, all night. Crits all crits all the time. Um, yeah, that actually checks out. All right, well, it's another nat 20. It's another crit. A good Boom. roll too. Wow, nice. that's a great roll. Uh, Sixteen damage. It is not slashing, so I'm going to take five off. But that's still minus eleven damage from the sixteen point damage. As Joran does exactly what he describes. Um, as Thrawn and Breck are tagging into it, Joran uses the uh, uh, tactical advantage of being crushed by the creature <laughs> to, come, to come up underneath it, slipping behind the glowing uh, or the uh, powerfully etched. Uh, metal shield, Mendevian shield, and strikes his spear straight into the middle of the uh, construct. Wow, that was a good hit. Nice. Uh, we have one final uh, animated blade, um, and it is going to zip in onto uh, Jorn. Oh, it's got to go for the flank so oh, we can have the split conga. There we go. It, <laughs> it's like an, like an Eiffel Tower. Uh, it, 
You got the you got the split conga. It flanks you and gets a nat oh, one. Oh wow! <laughs> no, no, it's 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 all been critically misses and critical hits. Uh, the creature, there is no middle ground. Uh, the animated blade uh, slashes back and forth in a fury, but it literally critically misses by twelve both times. I ignore it. Yeah, uh, that's fine. It, uh, Joran uh, dismisses the creature with its, its wave of his hand, and it is Excellent. destroyed. All right, but it is now uh, the effigy's turn. Uh, and it is not literally all of us have crit on the effigy, so it needs to make a decision. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's you not guys true. Got some aggro, but so do I guess at this point. It, uh, Dro- Droga did Droga did one point of damage on it. So. Um, <laughs> clearly, he's the target. Yeah. Uh, well, Thron Thron hit it for thirty. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go with that. Uh, oh, so, is the legend of Thron? And you know what? He is the main character. So. Fucking <laughs> cast here. Um, Listen, I, I, I think it. I think it's the hatchets, the main character. Yes. We're all just also yes. tactically. Now, you know, at one point, like Tim's going to get crit hard. He's going to be dying three. But like, Thrawn, I know you only monkey punch. We can use battle zoo. Take it. We can use roll for combat's new intelligent weapon ancestry. And yes. Tim, we could. Tim, yes. Tim could just play his the hatchet. hatchet. <laughs> Breck dies heroic for the audience. The yeah. You <laughs> may be surprised to hear that that would be the second time Tim ended up playing one of his characters as his main character. Uh, no, no, no. You mean playing one of, one, of, one of his character's pieces of equipment. Yes. yes. Correct. Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 Horus, the staff. Yes. Your character right. did become a staff at one point. Um, right. <laughs> Kaz, uh, the creature is going to use its. Um, I dare you to grapple me. <laughs> no. Keep taunting him. Um, <laughs> That's a charisma skill check. I can't do that. No, it is going to. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's going to use its uh, scarecrow's leer. Um, and its oh. eyes flicker with an unnerving glow. It's making an advance on Thrawn. Um, a strong body. Uh, <laughs> Kaz, uh, every, kind of uh, every, yeah. uh, everybody, uh, Joran, Breck, and Thrawn, go ahead and make a will save. Okay. DC, DC 18. Oh. Yep, saw that coming. All right. Uh, everybody failed. Uh, and, uh, but nobody critically failed. So if you failed, you are frightened too. So go ahead and put oh. frightened two on you. And then Thrawn, it's going to come at you and it's going to attack you. Uh, also because of its, uh, leer, you're, uh, you cannot reduce its frightened emanation below one, as long as you're within the creature's 20 foot aura, that baleful glow. So, um, keep in mind oh. that, um, uh, that, uh, if you're within 20 feet, you, it'll go down to one, but it won't go down to uh, two. Okay. Um, Kaz, I will put your frightened on you. So, oh, um, that's okay. Are we able to add our own? Uh, Bob did. Do you, yeah, dra- you, you, think you drag it on your character portrait? sheet? But if your character sheet's popped out, I don't oh, think it mine's works. popped out. But I yeah. think I could drag it onto my token in that way. You can drag it on your token. Yeah. You can also right click and and uh, and go to the little assign okay. status effects. It's got like a little aura, aura around a guy. Yeah, if you right click on your token, there's a little uh, like it looks like a body with a glowing aura around it. And that's if you, oh, if you left click on that, you can sign any. And then if you ah, okay. if you tap it multiple times, that'll tick it up to frighten two. If you right click yep. it, it'll tick it down and it will go in the top right corner of your screen and you can right click or, le- or, or yep. left click that to add and subtract. So correct. If your token cool. is selected, you can let right click and left click to increase or do decrease that the value. Forward. All right. So Thrawn, it uh, f- frightens you. And now it's going to come at you with its uh, 
Clawing Fear, it does an additional D6 point of mental damage to frightened creatures. And so here comes its big daddy plus 13 claw attack, and it rolls a seven. Ooh, it almost rolled that one. <laughs> it did almost roll that one. Uh, but that All is, right. Okay, but that is going to be a hit. Um, and yep. so that's going to be this much bludgeoning Ooh. damage, Ooh. 16, Kaz. And then in addition to that, Kaz, it does an additional six points Ooh. of mental Ooh. damage. Um, as uh, the Yikes. fear grabs you and rips into you. Uh, and then the creature is going to come in, swing at you again while it uh, has you on the ropes and gets a 18. Oh. It's another hit. Oh, we just got somebody. Uh, Self-confessed cynic uh, re-upped his uh, adventurers. Oh, uh, very, this uh, is literally like the anniversary of when <laughs> you turned this on. <laughs> it's eight o'clock. Oh, it's on eight, Tuesday. It's eight o'clock yep. on Tuesday. Welcome everybody. There um, we go. All right, so <laughs> everybody. Oh man, hey, you're getting you're getting worked right now. Okay. I am. He just 14 more damage. Kaz, you take 14 more points of bludgeoning damage as the creature strikes you again, and three more pencil oh, points of mental damage. Rolling D6s. Are you dead yet? Are you dead no. yet? <laughs> All right. Another dice of mental damage. Uh, so that is hey. that was 17 damage from the second strike, and it was 22 damage from the first strike. And Kaz, yeah. you are only just near death. You, you are not dead. <laughs> just near death. Just, just near, near death. it. Just near it. Not actually dead, though. Uh, but you are. I am. But that, I'm on a knee right now. <laughs> but that was it. That was that was the creature's turn. He's done. Yeah, he's got oh, nothing. It's got it. All right. So, uh, so my frightened goes down by one. No, it, no. At the end, end of the turn. End of your turn. Oh. End of your turn, buddy. <laughs> my frightened goes up by one. <laughs> now, if you want, you could delay. To, well, Brex got a good attack. I will be worthless attacking, so I can aid you to up your attack. That's I could true. also, you could let me go first, and if I miss, my eight will be plus two for your attack because That's I'm an expert. True. Don't Breck, you have the okay. slashing weapon, though, uh, Breck? Breck has also two slashing weapons and a yeah, magic so weapon, you should, Breck. If you want to yeah. aid Breck, that's what you want to do. Okay. Yeah, I think it should go the other way around. So It's the Legend of I can, Swan. Right, right. right. <laughs> Remember, we, I am here to I am help here for my you. Peter. <laughs> I will, I, so I can make an attack and then aid, right? Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Uh, so the way that right. So the way aid works in this game uh, is it's one action and it's called prepare. And all it means is you're waiting for an opportunity. It's kind of like ready, mm -hmm. uh, but you can only use it to use a reaction at some point before your turn. And if you see somebody doing something that you think your character would be able to help them with, that's when you can use a reaction to say, I'm going to aid them. There's no dice roll involved. If you aid them with something that you are trained in, they get a plus one circumstance bonus. If you aid them with something you're an expert in, they get a plus two circumstance bonus. All right. Well, uh, first attack is going to be the Yeti Fist. Yep. Renaming the ability here and now. Uh, <laughs> and, and it comes. Oh, uh, oh, it hits. Oh, wow. Nice. Hits. Wow. All right. Uh, wow. I've never removed the creature's cover, but. Um, oh. Oh, it should have okay. hit by one more. It should have hit by one more, but that's okay. But it hit. Uh, it it still hit. So eleven damage, but of eleven course, damage minus five because of the creature's uh, uh, resistance. So it's going to only take six points of damage, and it is still up. All right, Thron, you have two more actions. Uh, and remember, you have a it. you have a minus two fear penalty and a minus five map penalty. Oh. So you're at minus seven right now. He said, "I'm not aiding anyone." <laughs> well, no, well, a doesn't require a roll. Oh, okay, right. So I can just hold that extra uh, aid. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do the the 
uh, Yeti Fist on the next strike here. Yep. Also known as the YOLO. All right. YOLO. Uh, no. Missed by four. That one is okay. a miss. That's all right. And now okay. you're going uh, to. But I'm uh, now I've got its attention. This yep. is right where I want it. Like I'm bleeding. I'm I'm all messed up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right where you want it. My next attack, I will prepare to uh, prepare. All right. That sounds good. And, Excellent. And that is it. That is, a, Breck. that is actually Breck. So, all right. Well, Breck is going to, you know, you see, he sees Thrawn over there setting him up. And he's like, this is weird. It's the Thrawn show as he goes in for the double slice. <laughs> now, now, he's a humble leader, now, right? He, the main character is making you feel better. Now, Thrawn, he's about to make two attack rolls simultaneously. So you have to say which one you are going to aid. Uh, hatchet, now, obviously. It's, now, it's the hatchet. Yeah. The hatchet. The hatchet obviously Absolutely, has, yes. uh, you know. <laughs> In fact, we're rolling the hatchet first. That's how much faith I have in the hatchet. <laughs> All right. So Thrawn is going to aid you. Uh, now, Thrawn, you're up close personal. You're punching yep. this thing. So you can aid with your athletics. And your athletics is expert level because you are a yes, wrestler. Sir. Oh. So you actually get a plus two circumstance bonus, Breck, which will nicely cancel out the two points of penalty you have from your frightened. So yes, uh, at this point, the creature is just flat footed. Mm -hmm. So you're really kind of just looking actually at a net of it being a minus two. All, All right. right. Well, here we go. Oh. All right. Remember, describe for our people at home. This is the, the hatchet swinging in and it oh. gets 18, oh. it which hits. is a hit by one. It's a hit by yes. one. Yes. Wow. <laughs> hatchet. All right. Oh, yeah. oh 11, 11 damage. Oh, 11 damage. Enough? 11 damage is. Should be. It's there. Now I, I give it a little kiss. <laughs> now this is a special creature because it's lootable. So uh, you can double. Oh, it. oh, wow. Oh, uh, yes. Nice. Uh, all right. Well, I, I don't do that right, right. now. And <laughs> right. then I guess. Uh, but remember, there, yeah, are, just... <laughs> there are two animated blades left. Breck, yeah, you just, have I'm, one, one action left. Yep. I'm just going to make a map minus 10 attack <laughs> with my bone axe on the uh, uninjured animated blade here. That is right behind me. That sounds good. Uh, no. Hatchet attack minus eight because the hatchet is better. There you go. <laughs> oh, oh, you still oh, missed. Oh, so close. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. All right. Uh, well, the animated blade on Droga is going to go next. Uh, Bob, it's just going to hack and slash and just keep trying to chomp. Give me some you more up. tetanus. Yep. It just keeps hacking you. 13. Uh, uh, 11. Uh, <laughs> Nat one. Nice. No more tetanus. Uh, at this point, uh, Bob, you figured out that it's it's got a really shitty attack routine. It's just it only just thrusts low every single time, so you're yes. able to uh, completely uh, anticipate. You're basically fighting a four year old. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Yep. All right, Droga. All yeah. right. I'm going to drop my bow. Yep. And like a true ranger. Oh, yeah. Um, he's got quick draw now. I got quick draw. So I'm going to pull out my hatchet and attack in oh. one motion. All right. Well, you already messed that up because your thing says interact sheath longbow, but you did not. I, I just sheathed it so it doesn't didn't like drop it from my character uh, sheet. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know if that would actually work. So it, it's a bunch of character sheet. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Because okay. yeah. you can't actually use your weapons unless you have them drawn. Interesting. Which, yeah. Yes. All right. So I do have I do have my hatchet out now. So I targeted it and swing through. Uh, oh, it's a hit. Okay. Yeah, you got <laughs> nice. Hit 17 hits, and we're gonna roll for that big max five slashing damage. So it takes minus four off. Oh, 
<laughs> so, no. Bob, this is incredible. You've managed to only do one point of damage each time you attack. Oh, <laughs> oh strong, Bob. You were so strong. That's right. Barrack hit the other one. You're right. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's correct. Yeah, that's right. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Droga, you have uh, two actions left. All right, Barrack, yeah. clear, clean up. Yeah, we're okay, going to do it. Send, we're gonna, the, send in the bear. We're going to send bear, <laughs> Barrack to the other side. Oh, so fl- to flank now? All right. flank. Yeah, no, give Barrack the flank, right? Because somebody it, had to knock it. Barrack has the sure. flank, and he's going to do his draws attack. All right. Droga's like, I didn't need the flank anyways. Yeah, I know. <laughs> draws attack for a miss of 11. Great. And Droga's going to go in for the last Hail Mary with the hatchet. Great. Sounds good. I know yeah. this is rough, rough rolling for the Mr. Hunter. All oh right. my gosh, yes. embarrassing! High, high quality path. I can see why your spider did so well last night. Oh. <laughs> Andre hates me. Uh, Breck, this thing is just going to keep swinging at you. Yeah, man. It's pretty primitive construct here. As the animated blade that's been hacking at your back just keeps swinging wildly, massively, uh, getting very low attack rolls. Oh, a nineteen. Oh, that'll do it though. Uh, 19- ah, it scratched me. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Now you got the tetanus. Now you got the tet. Now you got the T. That's right. You're all teed up. All right. Two points of damage there uh, from the. It really, it's, at this point, it's more of like a, a steak knife than a rusty sword. Uh, it critically misses. And that brings up Joran. All right, Joran. Can you finish it off? The masterful flank. <laughs> There it is. The the, 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 the moves to flank. The rusty blade. <laughs> the rusty blade is somehow affected by being flanked, which implies that it has tactical awareness. Right. It's be- flat foot. It sounds like, oh no, I cannot defend uh, myself. Uh, I was defending. How do you defend yourself? You are a sword. All right. All right. Uh, Obviously, Derek. you parry. <laughs> I'm gonna grapple it. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> well, Wait. Wield it. You yes. grab the stick. I grabbed the hilt. <laughs> yeah, you ah, it should have a penalty to this. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, Aaron, you, you take the damage. I got, I got the, I got the tetanus, boys. It's bad. Excellent. Uh, this is how this is how the party dies. Everyone uh, gets tetanus, and right. I bleed out because no one's healing me. Uh, Aaron, you take two points of damage, <laughs> and you get the T. Uh, epic and it burns <laughs> um all right well we, we've had our fun all right i'm just gonna I, I surrender I'm just, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just gonna remove these level negative one creatures and we'll just assume uh, everybody else oh, <laughs> clearly they unanimated with the effigy yeah the the, the effigy energy sort of flo- flies out eventually and the creatures yes. uh, uh drop to the ground cover up my wounds to let no one know that I was hurt. Right. <laughs> We've done it. <laughs> All right. Uh, your frightened uh, effects will wear off. Any spell effects will wear off as well. Um, all right. Well. Um, so uh-huh. the animated energy, uh, the sort of surge of sort of transmutation energy that sur- bubbled out from the ground and animated the blades as well as the suit of armor uh, or the effigy uh, clattered to the ground but the Mendevian shield still glim- glimmers on the ground. All right. Nice. We should definitely loot this dude. See him. We'll, we'll, At we'll least that shield. That's all it really has. Sell it to who? <laughs> We're in the wilderness running for our lives. We'll sell it to the burning, uh, burning lead. <laughs> right. Jory take- walks over, arm hanging, checks to see if Thrawn's <laughs> bleeding out. Uh, he'll be fine. 
<laughs> I take the uh, I take the spears and and symbols or the the leftover parts and create a hallet swear word on the ground for the burning mammoths to see when they come through here. Right. Well, which will be your following first, so they'll think you're just being extra. No, they. I'm gonna correct. tell them. Guys <laughs> <laughs> are in on the joke. <laughs> yeah. Like no, he just like he has like a billboard. It's like keep you know like like a marathon. It's like for, keep going. You've got this. <laughs> What hey, a those, champion. Those work. I, I don't know. Get you a little adrenaline kick. <laughs> they so do not work. They. How many races <laughs> are you running in? <laughs> I've run in a ton of 5K. And so have I. <laughs> they work every time. I'm you, just just kinda, be, you don't believe in the sign. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm, focus, I'm focused on running my race, Bob. Derek's capable of self-motivating himself. <laughs> That's, so. right. That's right. No, I'm in dreary mode. I'm like, why did I choose to do this? <laughs> um. So, yeah, um, we've got here on the effigy of Yagoon uh, a minor sturdy shield. Um, and for anybody at home uh, who, or who may be listening and can't look it up on Archives of Nethys, uh, the minor sturdy shield is uh, a magically strengthened and enhanced shield, uh, which has a massive hardness eight and uh, has uh, 64 hit points, um, I think with a break threshold of 32. That's a pretty good shield there, Mr. Joran. Well, Derek's like, okay, I need to make your character playable, Smith. Correct. So, <laughs> just Can't buy a new shield already. every attack. So... <laughs> <laughs> Which is literally what happens. Yeah. <laughs> it was fine when I was fighting things with shields, but then Derek's like, wait, I have to throw, everything I throw at Derek, or Aaron has to have a shield, so... <laughs> right, the animated blades are just... They're like... Uh, in, uh, they're they're animated shields. They're yeah, animated just, shields. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll be fighting dinosaurs and animated shields. Yeah, right. Half the party is just <laughs> animated weapons by the end of the campaign. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. All right. All right. Jordan loads. I can't equip it, though. I don't know why. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's. Huh. Did you unequip uh, your other shield first? I, I trashed it, but I'm wondering how that like broke foundry. Mm. Oh, my goodness. It's probably I, forever I, equipped it, it in your hand. It was trashed because. Hang on. Did I get it? No. <laughs> Now I move over to the to the brush here, Derek, and I begin scavenging around for some good herbs to uh, do a medicine check on myself using my nature skill. Uh, yeah, keep in mind that Kaz, that you if you crit fail, you will kill yourself. Yeah, do you want me just to drive it like you stole it? I, I stopped Thrawn from doing anything, and then I take care of it. Right, you were too busy looking at your shield; you couldn't figure I, out how I to was. put it on. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it was what was happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've got you've got Thra Joran, and he's a uh, very trained in medicine. So, um, there you go. Well, I mean, it's Pathfinder, so you're still likely to die. But, <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, you can uh, you can go ahead and heal up to full. It's not an issue. Heal up to full. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Healing doesn't matter. Healing doesn't unless matter. Derek has another encounter. Right. Unless there's literally something like waiting down the road. So. So um, my broken arm is it's totally fine right now. Right. <laughs> got better. It got All better. Right. It got Bob's tetanus. It got, just hit it, hit it, rage, and hit my arm. It got better. Knock it back in. <laughs> um, right, exactly. It's like a dislocated shoulder. You just 100%. All right. All right. Well, well done. Um, All right. So I'm going to take you guys back to the siren here. I don't hear no bell. Um, okay, so. Uh, on the, uh, why does that, 
calendar never seemed to want to update. Oh, maybe the hatchet will come in clutch and learn river lore. Ah, that's a good <laughs> troll. <laughs> that's a good troll. <laughs> thank you for the, yes. thank you for the tip. <laughs> uh, that is awesome. Whoever said that, by the way. Uh, hem Hemelig. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, hey, I, I uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> so we'll, we'll probably be going to break here in a little bit. But uh, before we uh, before we do, uh, let me just uh, quickly kind of uh, give a quick uh, shout out. Uh, say thank you to a couple people. Uh, we've had some uh, some people tipping, some people uh, uh, supporting the channel. We've got uh, uh, Henry with a $25 tip. Thank you. Said have half a horn, call the dino spike. Uh, <laughs> uh, and nice, nice. and Mouse uh, tipped a, a 1989, uh, which is uh, also nice. And uh, Hemelig sent a $4.92 super dollar super chat, and maybe the hatchet will come and clutch and learn level lore. Thank you. Also, uh, <laughs> while we were in the middle of that fight there, Self-Confessed Cynic, William Brandis, and GM Scott all renewed their membership for their fourth month. This is now a four-month streak. Uh, so pretty, pretty sweet. Um, so thanks a lot. So uh, as we kind of go into it uh, right now, uh, we've got... Uh, uh, looks like uh, twenty five dollars and spike is going to be the the, the thing to beat. And Hemelig, I don't know if you remember the Patreon or not, but if uh, if you're the top super chatter at the end of the of the stream, you get to pick uh, how one of the four resources of the following is going to be uh, is going to be utilized. Um, so uh, as we prepare to go to our quick break, um, mm -hmm. the uh, the day is winding down. The following is catching up. Uh, and of course, uh, as is, as is, uh, want to do, um, the group has been, uh, pushing on. And so food ticks down once again. Hmm. Uh, so yes, the, the, the supplies of our, of the food are dwindling. People are starting to get a little bit, you know, concerned. Uh, normally the following never moves this fast or this hard. Um, and people are definitely eager to, uh, to take a break at, gleaming sun lake both to uh forage possibly hunt but also to uh sort of i mean they're just exhausted i mean they've been literally on the yeah. on the run for almost a week straight now so but then they saw my sign and got really pumped right up again. then they saw the sign they got pumped up you know what bob D <laughs> dc 21 flat check uh <laughs> yeah, let me try that <laughs> <laughs> uh, fail, fail. It, was, it was a good try though <laughs> Oh, the DC 21 flat check. Such a good, <laughs> such a good shirt. <laughs> um, uh, the, uh, you know, the following Bob, uh, they don't appreciate your, uh, your sentiments. Um, they would, they would have rather, uh, they've never understood me. That's true. You've always been, you've, you've always been like an outsider to them. They've yeah. never truly fully understood you. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, what, as we kind of, before we go to break, what is the, what's the plan? Are you guys tomorrow going to go to gleaming sun Lake and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we got to do some foraging, do right. some rafting, do some fishing, you know, right. nap. Um, so tomorrow will be what it's called, or the next two days are going to be called what's called a reconnoiter action. This is from Hexploration, right? Every day you guys are just traveling sort of across the hex. Um, normally, mm -hmm. like you could think of yourself starting out one side, ending on the other side. So tomorrow you're going it, to, it's one day to sort of enter the hex and it's uh, another day to like, you know, actually sort of like 
go to some place within that hex specifically. So it's actually two days um, to do that. Of course. I mean, that, that, that they got to make it, they got to make it dramatic somehow. Uh, but right. it has been somewhat of a welcome relief sort of because uh, you know, while the burnt burning mammoths are up in the Hills, you don't see the burning red torches at night because uh, well, you, you really can't see them at all because they're hidden amongst all the valleys and the rocks. Uh, but you know that uh, if it took you four days, it will take them uh, potentially four to six days to make it through the, the hillside. So uh, it could be pretty good for you if I roll, start rolling a little low. All right. So we will come, when we come back, uh, the group will uh, make their way down to gleaming sun Lake, uh, which is great. Because that is what I I named the episode. Oh, uh, I, I was wondering if we should troll you. We got there this there. time. I, 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 I we go like, north. I was like I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take a gamble and I'm gonna name it this and we'll see what happens. Next um, session is gonna be uh, hex thirty eight. <laughs> hex thirty eight niner. You, uh, you sunk my battleship. <laughs> um. So uh, we are going to uh, be right back. It's a uh, eight twenty. So we're going to be back uh, at 8.35, and uh, we are going to uh, uh, continue on with uh, Quest for the Frozen Flame. All right. We'll see you in a few minutes. All right. Hey, we're back, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good, good, good. Um, hopefully that wasn't uh, too bad. Um, yeah. So, hey, just want to say that we're talking about our play. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody. Uh, you know, we were just looking at some numbers and uh, the Nights of Last Call patron uh, is having a really good month. Uh, you know, there was a lot of concern about summertime, uh, but uh, you all out there have really shown up this month. Uh, we've had a lot of new patrons. Uh, in fact, we just had someone just join. So welcome. Uh, it's awesome. I'm, I'm so happy to see everybody who's uh, interested in our conversations. And again, being a part of our discord is really, really uh, at the heart of our Patreon. And uh, you know, we're, but we are working to expand uh, our offerings and, and we hope to bring more and more value to the Patreon uh, with exclusive content releases. Um, and there's already a boat boatload of videos, but uh, we're now we're going to try to release some uh, you know, PDFs or uh, release some uh, other exclusive merch type items. And uh, we really want to make sure that we give you the best kind of experience that you could possibly have while in there. So if you're interested in checking that out, patreon.com slash nights of last call. So uh, I didn't get a chance to really go through the, uh, uh, <laughs> didn't really get a chance to get a chance to go through the chat, but hopefully you guys are uh, enjoying tonight's session. It is a uh, hex crawl. So if you've been ever wondering what a hex crawl is like, it's like this, but in a normal hex crawl, you wouldn't even know where you're going. Um, but remember, this is just the introduction to hex crawling. Well, we're in the tutorial. Mode. This is the tutorial mode, right? Exactly. So and we still don't know where we're going. Uh, <laughs> well, no, you do. I mean, you know that you're going to we have a destination. You're going to. I mean, if you if you scroll out, if you scroll out, you could see there's a big there's a big cyber tooth tiger symbol on the other side of the map. That is where you were headed. Oh, um, my mountain lord told me saber tooth tiger symbol. That is Red Cat Cave. Again, you know this whole area very well. You've you've traveled these lands uh, many, many, uh, many times. Um, now, normally the group, again, the, the normal in a normal year, the following would camp at Gleaming Sun Lake for several weeks. They would then proceed across the Gornok Plains to the grandparents where they would spend a few nights uh, in the valley between two massive mountain peaks before turning north because they don't want to cross into the, the Tusk Mountains because that route is lost. Mm. Um, That's, by the way, spoiler, where we're going to end up going for some reason or because we think it's cool. 
that is also a possibility. Um, and of course, Red Cat Cave uh, used to be a place of worship, but the group has uh, shunned it for the last 80, 90 years ever since, uh, well, the, uh, the flame was stolen there and its guardian was slain. But it is at Red Cat Cave where Grandfather Iowa has asked for you to, uh, to return to a Red Cat Cave to see if you could learn from the spirit that dwells there, uh, maybe a clue or some sort of idea of, of where to find the primordial flame. It's the only clue that you have in terms of where it may have gone. And that is what he has asked you to do. This is Urkto, his, his dying wish that, uh, that you all, um, you know, honor him, honor his ancestors and, uh, you know, whether what he or I should say what his uh, family decided to do in terms of hiding the, the flame, whether it was right or whether it was wrong, whether it was brave or whether it was cowardly, either way, uh, you know, the, the realm of the mammoth lords, the broken tusks in particular need the primordial flame. And it is time that it, it was returned to its, you know, its proper and rightful guardians. And, uh, you know, the uh, grandfather thought that the rise of such powerful individuals uh, of, from various different ages, and in some cases, not even Kellid, uh, but, uh, you know, fallen worshiper, former worshiper, I should say, a uh, former cleric, I should say, of, of Saren Ray, who the Kellid know as Sister Cinder, and, you know, the, this mighty barbarian beast and this skilled and charismatic leader and this, um, this sort of primal and, and uh, keen hunter all combined, you know, representing uh, a real chance for a new hope. But in the meantime, we've got Gleaming Sun Lake to deal with. All right, so... You guys uh, make your move into Gleaming Sun Lake. Is this the beach episode where we all <laughs> yes. put on? It's, no, it's just, yes. It's, so it's I'm get like a lifeguard. A volleyball. <laughs> I want to get an aqua dinosaur, lake, lake dinosaur, right? I'm going to attach some wooden skis to it, and I'm going to old man ski in nothing but my loincloth across the there lake. We're, it's I'll be wearing my. You're going to jump the shark? <laughs> it's, it's. Dinosaur shark. It's. Dinosaur shark. It's it's too early for that. It's too early for that. <laughs> all right. So um, you all, uh, what's going on here? Oh, I'm not on the token. It's our, our fan service episode. That's next episode. That's right. Um, so you all move into, uh, again, I know it's, it doesn't seem like it, but it is a big hex. Um, oh, uh, and uh, right. well, that's another random encounter. <laughs> All right. Oh, Derek, Derek rolls an 18 on the encounter table here. Uh, yeah, that's that actually is what 17 plus. Well, uh, 20 is a dinosaur. Um, <laughs> 20 is a dinosaur. No, no, no. The, the hex cross system has oh, a scale. Yes. On a, Roll 17 or higher, depending on the region you're in, is an encounter. Yeah. Oh, got it. Nice. You're saying. Right. So then he determines the encounter, which Pathfinder doesn't tell you what to do. So Derek has something, or maybe they gave him a table. I don't know. Correct. Correct. They did. Um, the, the adventure does give me essentially a, a table. Um, all right. Well, this is good. This is actually, a, this works out. This, the fact that this is a random encounter and that I have it prepared is, uh, is very convenient. All right. How is it a dinosaur? How Tell convenient. It's a dinosaur. Uh, it is, it is not a dinosaur, but, um, actually, um, uh, this can, this encounter can happen in any hex near gleaming sun Lake. Uh, oh. <laughs> well, there you go. Very good. Seems appropriate. Okay. So remember you guys are moving into this, uh, you know, moving into this hex. Um, and, uh, as you do so, um, 
kind of in, of course, in advance of the, uh, of the, uh, rest of the following, uh, which are mm-hmm. coming up behind you. All right. So as you begin making your way down towards, uh, the lake, uh, bed or the, the lake proper, um, at a far distance, you hear the sounds of voices, guttural voices, speaking a form of hallet, uh, but in a very harsh and distinctive tongue that you have come to learn as the burning mammoth. Oh, wow. Scouted ahead. Or they left them behind. All right. You do not- Poison bringers. Yeah. I do not. Yeah. Do we don't need any poison. Why did you bring poison? You're supposed to bring beer. All right. Beer is a form of poison. Um, all right. So uh, we got a big map here, but you guys are kind of far up ahead. Um, as you get closer to the lake, you could see that there's, you know, there's a variety of streams and rivers that all flow into the lake. Um, and as you're sort of making your way down one towards the, the lake proper, you mm-hmm. see up ahead. Uh, and again, they haven't noticed you because they're very busy and they seem to be uh, arguing or uh, otherwise having a problem. Um, you can see that there are some advanced burning mammoth scouts, as you uh, as said, Aaron. Um, however, they seem to have some sort of hand cart or other some other form of, of, of wagon, which they have sort of uh, drawn to the edge of the river. There at the at the at the inside of the uh, wagon, there is some sort of crate or other uh, tight mesh cage made of uh, bark and uh, lashings of wood. And there seems to be some sort of gelatinous creature trapped inside of it. The burning mammoths are sort of reaching in and cutting off chunks of this ooze like creature and throwing it into the river, carrying this ooze like secretions of this creature into the water and down into the lake. Ah, jerks. They're trying to ruin our fun day. Yep. The only thing we were looking forward to. <laughs> it's true. Well, guess what? They're going to get what they want. We're going to pollute this lake with their bodies. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my goodness. Right, you're like, we kill them all. And it's like, what about the thing? Yeah, throw that in the river. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Like Doc Brown? Like, just dump the whole thing in. What are they doing? Uh, I, um, so... Yeah. Now, you're kind of uh, laid low here, uh, but uh, some of these creatures uh, are already known to you as Burning Mammoth Warriors. Um, You guys have fought these before, so they already should be identified. Yep. Um, But the one, you never actually succeeded at a check, but you can see that it is a long shield. That's one of the mammoths that uses the the big shield, the ones that Joran kept stealing. My resupply. Uh, Listen, I didn't know if you were going to have that other random encounter, so I had to make sure sure that there was a shield. There was a shield in this encounter. I appreciate (laughs) it. I'm just looking out for you, buddy. Um, There we go. But more importantly, there is a strange creature uh, trapped in sort of a cage crate um, on their on their hand cart that they are uh, seemingly uh, using to poison or, or otherwise uh, uh, pollute the river. Do they notice okay. us? Uh, they do not, actually. Um, so they are. Do you want me, you want me, guys, do you want me to flank around the outside of these trees we, and we, come around? We are not in encounter mode. We are still in exploration mode. So uh, this is kind of an opportunity for you guys to to move and position yourselves as they are pretty, uh, you know, uh, 
focused on their task at hand. You are far enough away. You guys are keen scouts. Um, and um, mm-hmm. the the random encounter gave me some notes that uh, they're pretty otherwise unoccupied. They're actually depending pretty- depending on what's going on too. They actually have a pretty sizable circumstance penalty to their perception checks for initiative. So. Can I spend 18 seconds and dump all my spells into the party? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Oh, Sick. all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see the here. Only thing I'm gonna, the only thing I'm going to do is yep. I'm going to make a perception check to see if they overhear your spell casting. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, but again, uh, like I said, they have uh, a penalty to this. So. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, you can, this tube is okay. going to be hard to wrestle. That's for you, Droga. Uh, oh. Breck. Go ahead and put this on your weapon of choice. And uh, Mr. Thrawn, Legend of Thrawn, uh, I'm going to give you protection from chaos. I think that's a safe bet. All right. <laughs> Check. There we go. Um, all right. I forgot to include the circumstance penalty, but no, they did not. They did not hear you. So. All right. Well, we have no stuff. So are you guys good? Can we just like kind of mosey on up there and brand? Do we want to flame? Do we want to like. So if if Bob comes in up here and we set up like now remember here. Kaz, we, so have, I, we have people who listen to this not just, oh sorry <laughs> so, so, so if bob works his way around to the northern end right so i thought about Tim, that but now i'm remembering that you know with the volley maybe i shouldn't be that close right well, he that, actually wants that's to why right where he's at i kind of want to be like right on the edge of this tree and just shooting well, up at him which is well the, if the we, tree farthest away but we could still see them okay Guys, I, I think we tombstone this bitch. Oh. <laughs> Just walk up. Walk up in the middle Just of everything. Straight walk up. Okay. I, I respect that. Gain a hero point. Yeah. <laughs> side by side. Just... <laughs> That's pretty ballsy. Right. I mean, these are I mean, these are the burning mammoths. You have fought them before, but you know. Um I mean, they come into our home. They also, kill our men, women, and children. Yeah. Also, Bob, they put yeah. poison in our fun lake. <laughs> also, Bob, because uh, you know, I I like to shed all over the Pathfinder Two rules. Obviously, you've had a lot of time here. You can totally start with somebody hunted. Oh, sweet! I'm oh, with that long shield then. All right, great. And you get to make a, a check as well, just to see if you can sweet. learn anything about them. Is that society? Uh, it is society. Yes, sir. <laughs> We do live in a society. We live in a society. Mm, well, that could be good enough. Nope, you still don't know anything about them. But uh, okay. you know, at this point, you've fought these things enough. So, well, yeah, I'm down well, for if it. If you guys keep walking up, I will the- not probably go past the tree line. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, well, if we so. set up like along this here, oh, I think, yeah, uh, along in front yes. where we can kind of prevent them from getting around to a flank immediately on us. All right, so as I we, as we tombstone I, walk, yeah, we'll up. use the ridge cover here, Dirk, and the trees to yep. get to like mm-hmm. this part yeah. before they're gonna have a, like a real obvious. Yeah, obviously, right. if you are in literal their sight range, they are going to see you, and the encounter's gonna yeah. start. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm saying like like we can use this cover right here, and then once we get literally here, yeah, we're right. clearly not hiding. Yep, that sounds right. that sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, and I'll be at the back end, being able to pew pew. Well, trees are are covered. Just remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, yeah. I I went ahead and uh, I I gave you guys limited uh knowledge on the burning mammoth long shield so you can you should be able to hover that and get mm. its, its stats as well so oh nice i can tank them all i have as much hit points as all of them um <laughs> you're getting, getting a little cocky there mr <laughs> um. uh all right joran uh, i assume you don't want to start the fight all the way back there or did you oh, cast I'm your sorry, three I spells guess. and you're good <laughs> no no no, no. I'm, I'm i'm moseying on up okay great all right um 
So, so we're straight here. I'll go over here. Can I like get into the like this corner of the uh, the trees that I'm in so I can get a little closer before they see me? Uh, yeah. Uh, Breck, go ahead and make a stealth check. Oh yeah. Uh, the DC is going to be uh, hired Matt. Doesn't matter. Breck, that is what starts. Oh God. The initiative. But that is going to be your initiative, Breck. Is that too? That's what happens. Yeah. But if you had succeeded, I'd let you put yourself basically anywhere you want to be. All right. So we've got. Uh, we've got initiative. Uh, everybody should be able to roll. So Joran gets a 19. Droga gets a 24. Good roll from Droga. Uh, Thron gets a 27. Oh, and of, so perceptive. And of course, uh, uh, Mr. Breck uh, gets a two. <laughs> gets a two. Um, and let me begin the encounter. You might be the beat the sludge. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> I actually, in Foundry, how do you actually change someone's initiative? Yeah, it cannot be done. You can, you oh, can, go. um, I got it. Yeah, yep. change the number. Yep, I got it. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, we've got a 26 from the first warrior. All right. <laughs> uh, 27 from the other one. Oh boy. A 12, an 18, and last but not least, the sludge gets a 17. All right. In well, the cage? All right, sludge right. represent. Yeah. Sludge right. in the cage represents. All right. So you get to about here. Breck starts trying to make his way through the forest, uh, try to get a, a kind of a flank surround. Um, he gets all caught up. His, his too many hatchets. Uh, and <laughs> so many. Um, no, the battle axe gets caught. It's too big. Yes. Yes. Breck. Gain the hatchet's fine. Don't Brett, you put this on the hatchet. Breck gain a hero point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the uh, first Burning Mammoth, they see you coming through here, and you, they shout out, Tusks, as sort of an alert, um, and he's kind of uh, caught off guard, um, and he's going to take an action, and he's going to kind of move up here into the cart, and then he is going to spend an interact action to open up the crate and kind of spend a third action to sort of yell and berate this uh, sludge creature. Kill them, you scum! Kill them! And that's all he does on his turn. All right, Thrawn, Big Daddy Thrawn, oh, you get to go next. All right. The legend of Thrawn. The legend of Thrawn. <laughs> all right, man. All right so, uh, so the, the, the adventuring group has moved up alongside the edge of the river. The burning mammoths are sort of tucked away in a small sort of forested nook, mm -hmm. and uh, the group has got them on the ropes. Go for it, buddy. Now, we didn't necessarily prepare this, but I'm, I'm picturing a whole 300 scene here. Where we start our slow walk forward. Oh, yeah. 100%. And then we break yeah, into yeah. the sprint as a group before we dive in. So I don't want to kill any these people. Oh, yeah. I don't want to <laughs> get too far out in front. Uh, so, first thing that happens, obviously, I see another creature getting harmed. That brings out the Yeti in me. Does it bring Preacher. out the Yeti in you? Derek, <laughs> <laughs> the fans want to know where's the Yeti clock? Uh, Where's the Yeti clock? Yeah, so we need to figure that out. That's something we've actually talked about on the Discord is we might need to have like a live stream where we actually break this down, design the mechanics for it. It needs to obviously be balanced. I don't, it can't just be completely ridiculous, but... Uh, Pathfinder balanced or Derek balanced? Derek balanced. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, we can live with that. that. Uh, by the way, I've got, <laughs> I have got. I went through just now and I, um, I updated everybody's um, 
uh, initiatives uh, because they were too high. So I forgot to give them the penalty for being completely unaware. So there we go. So mm. it's now going to be Thrawn, then Droga, then the Warriors, then Joran, and then Breck still last. All right. Um, all right. Nailed it. <laughs> Kaz, what do you got for me, buddy? What's Thrawn? Yeah. Doing? So like I said, I'm starting. To, this is the slow walk here. So this is the this is the end of the sudden charge. Yeah. <laughs> Five, 10, 15. Uh, well, no, because I can't sudden charge because I've raged. Nope. No, no, you can. You, you cannot sudden charge if you have a multiple attack penalty. Rage does not increase oh. your multiple attack penalty. So go ahead and put yourself where you were. There we are. There you go. I don't uh, think I can reach. Sure, what, don't ever what, charge when getting angry. What is your speed, Kaz? 25 right so the furthest yeah. you can charge is 50 feet and you are literally five feet short of one of the mm, uh thus 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 the, the slow walk forward here all right got it uh i'll just move there and that will be the oh, end of my i'm gonna end my turn right there i got it all right droga you're up next buddy well i already have a hunted prey yes so we are going to shoot him with the hunted shot uh which guy did you pray hunt uh, the long shield. Got it. Okay. Don't forget yep. to target him before oh, you he's, shoot him. He is targeted. <laughs> you know, at no point does a boat. You know what? I'm glad you missed twice. Uh, because, <laughs> <laughs> he, he just said that out loud. He didn't actually knock arrows. <laughs> like, like, I think that breaks your contract. I think Dark said, Bob, if you ever say pew pew or map attack, you're fired. I did it think was, I did say that. I, I think, think he did, did say that. Yeah. It wasn't pew pew. It was pew. <laughs> like yeah, even we if need the fine print right up. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure that one would have counted. You know, all right, all right. Maybe, that's going in your file. Yeah, maybe, that, maybe that's that's a verbal warning at the very least. <laughs> that's going on your permanent record. You know, even if we were playing a sci-fi game, that'd have been some weak shit. Uh, <laughs> like at least it could have been like, <laughs> like I said, it was like. It was, it was a long distance. So bad for Bob's wife. Long distance. <laughs> That's what your bow is made for. You're, you're, you're less accurate up close. No, I was saying that's why why you didn't hear the. But they're standing next to you. Um, Look, it's sound effects, everyone. Jeez Louise. All right. Uh, all right, Droga. You uh, you do nothing. Shoot your arrows into the <laughs> lake. Yeah, you yeah. shoot your arrows into the lake. They're unrecoverable. <laughs> uh, what's going to be next? Oh, you're commanding Barrack. Yeah, I'm just trying to move him into a spot where I can still shoot my last shot at full map. <laughs> <laughs> that is the right. te- that is the technical game term. Listen, this game to Bob is a video game, and that's okay. All games are video games. All right, he uh, he loads his third uh, third arrow, goes for the last shot he can go. Oh wait, this might hit, and it does hit everyone. So All right. seventeen hits. The third, the third shot. So, so Droga spends his first two times doing nothing, and then he, uh, and then I damage. He spends his first two, first turns making sound effects. Yeah, and then his third one, he actually takes an arrow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, the arrow uh, lands even magically in Pied, and it does five points of damage. All right, great. All Woo! right. Uh, so, a burning mammoth warrior gets to go next, and it will. It's going to uh, advance on the advancing bear. Uh, or it's, it's, it's going to advance on the advancing bear. There we go. I could talk. Uh, unfortunately, it has a 25 foot movement. And so oh. it's going to have to. Oh, yeah. It's going to have to double. Good, 
That's a it's double a strategic play. Like oh, a, a yeah. I'm masterful sure, tactic. I'm sure that's exactly what your plan was there, Bob. <laughs> uh, it is going to come forward and it's going to stab into Barrick with a spear. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, almost, a, almost a hit, but then it rolled over to a two and the burning mammoth warrior misses by six. Calculated. Uh, but <laughs> like that bears in a perfect spot to screw me on my turn. So thanks for that. Uh, uh joran you're up next is that is that your spot <laughs> it was my spot Luke. that's my foot area i was gonna occupy <laughs> all right joran will rush forward sweeping around the bear and the warrior closing in on the side and then oh i have a shield now that's right i remember that i just gave up because it shattered last time uh, uh did you actually <laughs> oh there it looks like you figured out how equip it yeah 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 okay so we're, we're all good right uh joran comes in hard with a strike with his spear got it i didn't target him again because i'm bad at this game yes i get a 21 to hit and that does strike the creature whose ac is only nice. 16 all right there it is uh, oh. Oh, uh five damage five damage and the creature <laughs> is struck uh in the side the warrior grunts out as the bear and the mighty war priest begin going uh to town on it but uh the warrior is made of uh some stern stuff and so uh is only uh slightly injured uh now I bring up my shield reflecting the light from the meadow into his eyes there oh, you go burns uh now joran now you didn't say that you did this but i think we can assume that you did this um, you have a feat which you can engrave your holy symbol onto a shield. Oh yeah, I assume they did that. Now, because is, otherwise, that, that's like saying I didn't prepare spells for it. Now, what I was going to ask is: is there a way that you can change that in your? It's a plus one to your hardness, right? Oh yeah, I can um, edit the item. Yeah, so why don't you? That's make, what I did on my last item. Good. Okay, so good because the yeah. normal of hardness of your sturdy shield is eight, but because of your what's the name of that feat? Um, play playing war cleric feet. Uh, I believe it has a, a better name. I mean, Pathfinder's pretty bad with the names, but I do believe it has a better name. Than that. <laughs> I, I, uh, war cleric shield feet. Emblazon war cleric shield feet. Yes, yeah, yeah. War, war cleric shield feet. Uh, emblazon armament. Emblazon armament. Yeah. Uh, actually, there's a there's a there's a game. It's called Strike. I've talked about it on the channel before. But they said, look, you should give your powers and abilities cool names. Like, I'm just gonna call them what I what I'm gonna call. Like, so like one the one thing's called like. Uh, do more damage like that's the name of the power <laughs> like, like it's like he's like because look two things number one you're gonna you should give it a, a creative name that fits your character style and number two you're probably just gonna call it do more damage anyways because you know you're pl you're playing with bob um all right <laughs> and yet everyone knows uh all right well the sludge is gonna go next unfortunately the sludge is believe it or not really really slow but it ignores difficult terrain from ice and snow and doesn't risk prone when crossing ice Oh, ho, ho. Oh, risk prone when like getting tripped, even uh, though it's slime. Oh, no, it could, it could totally be knock prone otherwise. <laughs> I have changed this puddles. All right. It takes three moves. <laughs> it takes three moves and moves 10, uh, 30 feet. All right. That's oh, it. no. It's, uh, <laughs> I like that this thing is being like cut up by these guys. Then one guy's <laughs> like, go attack them. And it's like, okay. All right. Okay. This, <laughs> this burning mammoth warrior sweeps into Joran's flank, targets him, oh. and buries his spear into his side. 
Uh, that's my weak spot, the side. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately um, I've already been hit there, so now it's <laughs> dead. Uh, unfortunately, he misses by nine as Joran, with his shield race, has a 21 AC. Actually, funny fact, my shield has never once mattered for armor class. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. Uh, you, you have either completely horribly miss or you crush me and utterly destroy me. <laughs> you, have, you have blocked with it before, though, so there is that. Oh, I block yes. all the time with it. It's just there to absorb damage. It doesn't actually, it hasn't helped me yet. Got it. Hit. Oh man, they're swarming you. All right. Well, uh, he, he moved out in front. Um, all right. So the uh, burning mammoth long shield takes two actions to engage with Jorn. So now Jorn is flanked by two warriors and the long shield is in front. Now, of course, remember the long shield has this opportunistic defense. If uh, he strikes with his shield boss, he gets to raise his shield for free. So he's going to smash into Joran with his shield boss and rolls oh. a oh, nat one. <laughs> well, wow. this, is, this was a great round of tanking for uh, the... For that cleric and a cleric. I laugh. <laughs> uh, well, they're getting owned by a war priest. How ter- terrible <laughs> <you have to laughs> be. That's true. They're all, they're, they're all very... If we were playing with morale rules, they would just all flee. Yeah, they would just uh, break. They're <laughs> all demoralized. <laughs> uh, all right, Breck, that is uh, you up next, buddy. Uh, believe well, it or not... Finally, Breck yells as he rushes out he from the out forest. The flank. <laughs> like the way it zigzags too. Oh, really yeah. Funny. <laughs> it's always the tactics. The, la- the, the, the lag there was amazing. All right. So <laughs> Breck, Breck, and- Breck pushes his way through the branches, emerges, and he sees Jordan surrounded. And he's like, perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Bring it in though for the trap. <laughs> and then the hatch. You fell for one of the classic blunders. <laughs> Surrounding uh, us. All right, the That's okay. Wait, wait, wait! Battle axe. It was the battle axe, but also look at that. You missed by two because the target has plus two AC from its wooden shield. Oh, oh. Man, so its shield works. Yeah, yeah. It didn't work that that the thing hatch- is ridiculous. The hatchet critical hit. Oh my oh, god. Hell, oh, the hatchet. 24 damage. <laughs> Instantly dead. It, 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 now it has its shield up, so it's able to block. But honestly, I think it still might be I dead. I think it's dead. I think it could block four. Oh, it's dead. <laughs> wow. The that battle axe so is dead. always a feint. It's dead and its shield is destroyed. So that means yes. that the, the hatchet <laughs> literally <laughs> went through the shield. <laughs> All right. I, I petitioned to rename the Sorry, campaign George. Legend, Legend of, the of the Hatchet. hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was my turn. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Uh, I think we're officially there. <laughs> so these two burning mammoth warriors are in the, the heart of it. And they are obviously very uh, crazy driven, uh, insane warriors. This guy <laughs> is not in the middle of it. And he just saw the leader get hacked through its shield <laughs> right. with a hatchet. Not even the axe. So in the axe. <laughs> So he nopes the fuck out. Uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> the hatchet just Checks rolled out. an intimidate check. Yes. That, <laughs> yes. Is that what we see? Uh, he, that guy goes. It was innate. You it know, was like critting of them all. He just right. runs away. Yeah. He just goes. It innately has a fear rune. Yeah. Like. <laughs> he's like, uh, I'm good. All right. I'm out. Uh, I just. I, I, I Thomas just, had seen enough. <laughs> I just saw the hatchet cleave through the leader of my group. Uh, in That's a single they failed to kill a freaking war clerk right exactly. right <laughs> well no uh, old man uh, more they all swarm yeah, old old man. Man. <laughs> all right Th- all right thron you're up next buddy <laughs> all right got it got it you know 
get the dancing moves that come come yeah. up. Dancing moves for the conga line. Conga line. Oh, uh, is lining that... up the flank with the uninjured Jordan Mev. <laughs> Only that we had, had. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, well, that's All it. All right. That's a hit right. by two. That's all right. That's a hit by two. So we'll take it. But luckily, these people. Oh. Uh, oh. Um, oh, it's a minimal seven damage. Minimal damage. <laughs> minimal damage. All right. The Burning uh, Mammoth Warrior well, only takes seven points of damage. And only the 50% health. Yeah, the creature is only uh, is only lightly injured. Well, I'm going to bring a second strike in because or injured. We're we're there. We're yes. there. All right. All right. Well, your second attack. Uh, the, the if the first punch uh, doesn't do it, second punch might, and so you smash. Second enough. hit goes in. Oh, there it is. Eleven right. damage and just two quick jabs. Uh, and he goes down, and then he's dead. All right. So you uh, <laughs> the old one two. The old one two just takes him <laughs> out like nothing. All right, throw on map attack. Uh, Droga. All right, my Barrack Grilinda. Goes in quickly with the jaws to try to strike down this enemy that's in front of him. Quickly misses as well, but quickly misses. Quickly, just as quickly misses the target. But he uses his bear support benefit. I do not believe you can attack and support on the same turn. Um, Could be wrong. uh, At least it doesn't say that in here, but. Okay. No, it's fine. Uh, I'm going to go with it. <laughs> yeah, you can go for it. Okay. So then we'll use Droga's first action to make it 100 prey. And then... uh, there, yeah, there we go. I got it. Yes. Got uh, it. Your animal companion supports you. You gain the benefits of the type. If the animal uses support action, the only other action it can use on its turn are basic move actions to get into position to take advantage of support benefits. If it is already so attack twice, if it has already used any other action this turn, it cannot support you. Okay, it'll go for the claw then, because I I detect first. What? Derek knew the rules for animal companions better than the person that has an animal companion. Well, it'd be nice if that was listed where the well, bear support. Oh, is. you mean Derek? You had Paizo's razor on your side because uh, you yeah. sat there. Go. Would be the least fun thing. <laughs> oh, yes, right. Bob, you can't yeah. use your actions. That is actually that actually. That's probably is, a yeah. rule, right? Look that, that yes. That, that, <laughs> Bob's right. cut out by. Wait, 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 wait! Are you about to take a turn? Look that up. I don't think you could take a turn. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like it'd be too much fun for you. Uh, uh, that might have only been in the beta. <laughs> so he, he misses with his, his, his claw attack as well. Okay. I will hunt prey and then quickly shoot off the hunted shot. Got it. All right. Uh, so Let's see if any of these can hit. Absolutely miss not. And miss. I uh, just Droga for yeah. M- Droga for MVP. Everybody, Bob, um, you need every week a cleansing ritual done. Right. Between last night and this, this is embarrassing. Oh, it, I, what is Foundry on? really don't like me. Right All right. Now. So At this, this point, the only thing you're gonna be able to play is like diplomacy. Uh, this, <laughs> this guy, this guy is gonna shift to here, uh, Tim, and okay. then he is going to uh, stab poop you. his pants. Uh, what is this uh, i was going to intimidate you but he doesn't seem to have that skill uh Uh, and he got a 12 so he misses and so he furiously screams in your face and he attacks again with a uh furious fusillade of spear strikes but uh none of them find their mark and you just parry away the battle axe left carelessly at your side as the hatchet does work uh and just uh takes this guy out all right joran um well there's a big sludge guy coming in on you and i think he goes sure. after you um, i don't know what that is though right no one does yeah 
I don't know. I don't like sludges. I, I have a bad fear of slimes from my days in third edition, which Jordan is old enough to have played. Right. I got it. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. Right, right, I'm not he, attacking it with the right, hatchet. Right. When Jordan was when Jordan was first a Mendevian Crusader, that was Pathfinder mm-hmm. one. Right. So right. That, oh, that, there you go. Things were scary then. You know, like you go attack that thing, you might lose your weapon. Guys, That's I just right. got a nice new shield. Come on. You know, like I kind of, you know, make sure Breck's aware he's about to get flanked by a uh, slime, you know, looking at that thing, and then I'm gonna go uh-huh. over here and set him up for success. All right, there we go. Moving the flank, Joran uh, comes in and does what he does, which is stab someone from behind because he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's not that kind of form. Well, he was that kind of crusader. He's not that kind of crusader yeah. anymore. Those days are over. <laughs> Those days are over. Now he just stabs people from behind. All right, don't forget to target. I targeted. Oh, it's a critical hit. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Right, there it is. <laughs> Boom. Wow. Well, Woo. 16 right. damage is going to definitely did. kill this guy. Um, Joran, an expert in getting behind people and then stabbing them in the back. Uh, <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I've killed so many people this way in this campaign. <laughs> you know, it turns out historically, that was a really good way to st- kill people. Right. And that's yeah. that's the kind of soldier he is. He's there to be now, get his job done. He's a survivor. Now, yes. Uh, <laughs> now that's soldiering. I don't know if anybody has ever served that meaning, I, but uh, that's podcast no. or not podcasting. No, uh, that's pod racing. Now that's pod <laughs> racing. All that's right. Pod- Okay. Jordan, um, I think uh, you- I'm ready to A because I have a spirit and it's a throwing weapon. <laughs> oh. All right. No, you just have to prepare. I'll prepare. Right. I'm, but- just saying, I'm preparing with an attack action. Yep. All right. All right, Breck. Yeah, buddy. The sludge. You really want to do this. <laughs> oozes onto you and attacks you with, you guessed it, the pseudopod. Oh, no. Oh. Gotta make the sound effect. Oh. Sixteen. Oh, did you not target? Never miss. He did not target. Yeah. Oh. oh, but I missed, so it actually is fine. <laughs> actually, no, I did target. It's t- I totally targeted on my screen. I, I do. Oh, that's see weird. A green didn't circle on me. Yeah, it didn't show up right then. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe it's because I attacked from uh, the the chat window. I think it was because of the sound effect. <laughs> oh, oh, that one went critical yeah. miss. Critical miss. Womp, it womp, womp, womp. Yeah, it should kill itself, but it doesn't. It does it. <laughs> Breck, uh, the wow. creature comes up and it literally just oozes around you, and you just like step out of it like a puddle, and you're like, "What is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is even happening?" Breck, now you're a trained fighter, and because, yeah. and also because you're a fighter, you're just better than everyone else around you. Correct. Accurate. So you are able to. It ass- would have been the legend of Breck, except you roll like shit. Right. Correct. Uh, you are. You are able <laughs> yeah, to. Quick- the hatchet is too strong. You are able to quickly assess that this creature has made the foolish decision in Pathfinder Two to trade armor class for hit points, and so uh, while it has high armor class, it uh uh it is immune to critical hits, but uh, its AC is only eight. <laughs> Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I guess we're just going to start going to town with our axes then. Yeah. But remember, it is immune to critical hit. So like everything you roll yeah. will probably be a critical hit, but it is right. immune to just critical regular hit. damage. Yes. Got it. But all right. You're fighting McFighterson. So. so to be fair, if it's immune to critical McFighter. hits, it's kind of immune to fighters. <laughs> well, so it well, would have been a critical. Uh, it's like, it's like <laughs> a mythic. <laughs> Oh, this guy would have been so dead. Uh, so, so Breck, so Breck critically hits by twenty-two and by twenty-one. 
21. <laughs> but instead of unbelievably backbreaking critically hits, uh, critical hits, they're just two attacks or two damage. Right. So it does 16 total damage. Right. So he will take. Oh, he's got a lot of hit points. Oh, there they go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Breck, you begin hacking and slashing yes. and tearing a creature apart. And I think you have one action left. Breck. And I will prepare to aid. Okay. Ron, so Russell I forgot to aid because it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, Thrawn, it didn't at all. Thrawn, go ahead. Now, I will say right. to folks watching at home uh, that this is a situation where Tim, with a minus eight due to his agile hatchet, probably should have made a third attack, actually, because yeah, the, creature's, well the creature's AC is so low. What did you do for mm-hmm. third act? Oh, you prepared. He prepared. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, Thrawn will move into the classic flanking position with Breck. Maybe this guy's uh, immune to flanking? I didn't think Nope, so. he's not. He's You could totally flank him. The, yeah, I'm not. The, the first one if you want to aid the second one. Oh yeah, perfect. Okay. <laughs> the the hatchet and the wielder of the hatchet. So there we go. And I will uh, first attack. Bring this in. Ron swings down. Joran chucks his spear into the slime. All right. Well, oh, well, nice. he he's still hit by twelve, but now he hits by thirteen. Oh, the math is tight. <laughs> All right, Thrawn. Uh, oh, it's a math le- is tight. Uh, Eleven damage. Big That's daddy damage. Good. That is really good. As, as you just bash the creature, it's <laughs> unable to hold together its form, and it begins to loosely quiver like Jello on a hot day. Uh, and. <laughs> Now you, okay. have, now you have a second. Rob's like, that's oddly specific. <laughs> it reminds me of prom. Um, all right. <laughs> Kaz, don't talk about your date that way. Um, well, that is a mass. That's a critical. That's a critical hit by 17. Um, but it's just a regular attack, of course. And you do nine points of damage, which nine might be Oh, oh so it's close. literally so at close. two hit points. Not quite dead. Oh, damn it. Bob, Bob, it has two. Bob, it has two. Bob, it has two hit points left. This is perfect Barrick. for you. Barrick. <laughs> oh, you're Barrick. not even going to do it yourself. No. <laughs> you're so, he's so much better than me anyway. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Barrick, I hear a point. It's a hit. It's a hit. Hey, hey, I like to point out damage. it was a hit. He didn't crit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's actually 100%. I rolled really bad. It's still somehow hit. That is so our, so MV- our MVP is a, a hatchet, <laughs> and our other most valuable player on the team is a bear. Well, like to wow. be clear, back in our Rise of the Rune Lords campaign, uh, Lucky the Badger was like the uh, was like the second or third most awarded uh, oh, character yeah. in the Night of Last Call. And remember, that was live donations, right? So yeah, more people. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry if your cousin's watching, but more people donated to Lucky than they did to Nick. <laughs> yes, I think they more donated to Lucky than they did to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like. I think it was like Wildor and then like Lucky were like one, two. Well, Derek was at the top, but yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Derek was yeah. number one. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. Well, Joran of uh, Mendev, uh, you, uh, you, you, it's your turn, but the combat is over. So um, all right. uh, how, how poisoned is the river lake now? Um, do they have any arrows on them? Uh, There's two in the they lower, do not. river. <laughs> I'm running a little low on arrows. <laughs> You I shot two in the river. I need some craft and some arrows. All right. Well, Aaron, uh, Jorn could see signs of the burning mammoth's recent meddling. Uh, there are dead fish bobbing along the surface of the water, and That's the river good. is emitting a nauseous odor. Uh, however, uh, it does seem like the uh, 
they were not able to do uh, that much damage uh, as the ooze was in mostly uh, intact before they were able to chop it up completely and throw it into the into the river. Um, you ex- you expect that as long as you wait one extra day, the uh, water will be clean in the lake. Mm, don't know if we have an option there. We're going to be playing in this water, aren't we? <laughs> Drinking it, relaxing. Well, how your brain works. Clearly, we can't stop in the, the fun water because we have to have a good time. So I guess we don't have a choice. <laughs> that is Just look. We need there. morale. That is totally how Bob's work, mind works. By the way. Yep. <laughs> You said that you're going to ski. <laughs> that was before they poisoned everything. You probably get to I mean, ski, could, though. Could we, could we draw some material from up upstream? I guess whereabouts? No, not really. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we just spend the extra day. I mean, we wanted to relax here and spend an extra day well, anyway. Well, you know, I'm kind of good for it anyway, because if they catch up, then we can have this awesome mass combat battle and watch all of our friends get slaughtered, and then we can either yeah. finish the hex crawl or take a boat down south and go play AV, right? So. it's <laughs> <laughs> kind of right. No, we'd still uh, find the frozen plane. <laughs> that's what dinosaur new, doesn't new, die. New tip, new tip goal. Uh, the burning mammoths catch up, and uh, the party is wiped out. <laughs> Uh, and then we we we, we switch to abomination vaults. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. Luckily, uh, you guys uh, do manage uh, to uh, defeat the, uh, the the burning mammoth advanced scouts who are sent ahead uh, to try to poison this uh, source of of water um, that the uh, broken tusks were likely to take. But it does also alert you to sort of the threat and the mammoths um, that the burning mammoths um, have likely been moving throughout this whole region in an attempt to find you all and your in your um, the following. So they well, may not exactly hidden. But. Right. Well, I'm saying, but they may have scouts and raiding parties throughout sure. this region. Right. Like the main thrust of the horde is obviously going to be problematic uh, if they catch you. But there are other threats as well. Well, so, I assume they're going to send an elite squad next time because the one guy got away to actually speak mm, at the Legend of Thrawn. You got it. Exactly. Or really, yep. the Legend of the Hatchet at this point. All right. Legend of the Hatchet now. All right. Yeah. So I roll a 10. <laughs> so that is not an 11. So that means that the Burning Mammoths are actually going to take uh, three days to cross into this hex. Sweet. Okay. All right. So that means uh, so it'll be the 10th. Then that represents you guys actually moving into and reconnoitering, taking the reconnoiter action from the uh, exploration book. We um, tell the stupid people not to drink the water uh, into gleaming sun Lake. Uh, all right. So you arrive at the wonderful, uh, the wonderful, uh, uh, beautiful camp and uh, the group makes camp. All right. Let me adjust some factors here. Um, all right. So as you guys move in, food goes down. All right. So the burning mammoths are stuck up in the hills and you now find yourselves at gleaming sun Lake. You wait one extra day. Uh, and now you have some decisions to make as the mammoth Lords themselves sort of, uh, approach, uh, well, approach for that though. Yeah. The, the day that we're hanging out, can we do things? Can we like forage for food and stuff? Sure. Yeah. Good call. <clears throat> well, actually, I have a specific action, but you guys, you do what you need to do. Oh, I, I want to look at the food. <laughs> um, river that we're going to cross, Derek, and figure out like how deep and how dangerous it's going to be to fort it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will make a forage action. 
Oh, nice. Kaz. Nice. Good. Uh, you're able to spend the whole day taking uh, Droga. Really good. Uh, I enjoy it. Yep. You guys both succeeded. Uh, and so I'm actually going to tick up the food uh, by three units. Very nice. Fish. So avoid the fish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, well, you know, they were hunting. Thrawn was just standing really still. And then when like a deer would come by, he would just break its neck. <laughs> <laughs> you fell into my arm trap. <laughs> they, they can't see me after all. He used the tame animal feet. Come on. Come on. Come on. Here, buddy. <laughs> no, don't, don't tell the little girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, in addition, this, hey, we got to eat in addition. This is a very so while the while the people aren't moving the whole day, like if they if the people stay still in one spot for a day, they are able to do some light foraging. They are able to, you know, milk uh, the beast that can be milked. They're able to slaughter the beast that could be slaughtered mm -hmm. for, for meat. They are able to feed themselves. So as long as the following isn't actively moving, the food is basically net zero. So you oh, can good. forage and build up a surplus now within limit, right? Obviously this, there's no refrigeration. There are certain limits to what you guys were able to forage or otherwise get. Oh, we don't have an inventor in the party. That's right. That's right. There's no AC yeah. unit. <laughs> um, so Jordan, for this turn, why don't you go ahead and give me a perception check or a nature check or uh, some sort of uh, 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 skill check that represents you sort of doing your, your scout, your reconnoiter, of the upcoming river survival because i want to survive uh i don't think that's appropriate for this particular for crossing the river yeah because survival is 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 hunting and trapping and it's not like geography that's that's pretty much nature i'll give you perception yeah oh, perception's also like looking for a, a natural ford or or other area um now you're pretty familiar with this area so i'm gonna say the dc is only okay perfect uh, i was gonna say the dc is only 15 uh so jordan <laughs> you find a very easy to cross part of the river. Um, and so that will ignore the D20 check to see if it takes an extra day. Okay. Do we need to like getting like wood to afford this thing or anything like that? Or is it a simple enough crossing where even the women and children can make it? Yeah. The women and children can make it, uh, you know, the, the following can put what, whatever needs to go on the backs of it's really more about the animals. Really? Well, also, we got a dinosaur, so we could put like 30 people on that. Too, so. <laughs> well, the dinosaur is even smaller than the mammoth. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's really just about managing the creatures like, uh, you know, like the mammoths could pretty much uh, the river could be 10 feet deep, 15 yeah. feet deep. They could pretty much wade across. So but it's really more about managing the herd as they get to go across and everything like that. Um, okay. But if, the, if there's a problem with the herd or if the current is too fast, that's where it's more of an issue. But uh, you, you basically spend the day looking for a good crossing and you're actually able to find one where the river sort of uh, trickles down to just like a gravity, almost like a low bed of gravel. Um, it should absolutely be no problem for anyone and everything. I report back to the nice. mammoth lords. So after this first day of recovery, while unbe well, unbeknownst perhaps to your player uh, PCs, but known to you that the burning mammoths are struggling to make their way through that uh, rocky river hill hex, um, oh. the uh, four mammoth lords uh, kind of, <laughs> you know, at that night would sit, sit down and speak with you. Mm -hmm. Led, of course, by uh, 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 Argakoa, who has sort of taken a, a sort of a somewhat of a leadership position but mostly just because she was so close to grandfather Iowa. Nocta seems to be mostly concerned about the benefit uh, keeping the tribe and also triplets on the move has spent a lot of time caring for Whippa's new children. While Murthig and Letsua seem to be a bit more torn uh, about what they should do next. 
Argakoa steps forward. Scouts, we have made it to the Gleaming Sun Lake, and we have you to thank for that. Uh, the Mammoth Lords and I were speaking that uh, you have acquitted yourselves far better than any of us had ever dreamed or hoped that you would. It seems that the spirits and the blessings of our ancestors are with you. They know that we're PCs. <laughs> <laughs> My hatchet is blessed. I it, can tell. It, it, it is clear from your stats and feet choices that you are several, several, several category classes above us. Uh, and even though we are technically yes, several, several, several rankings of might higher than us. Still, says Murthig as he steps forward, the barrel-chested man. We've been lucky so far. The burning mammoths have made somewhat poor time, but the following cannot keep this up. We almost ran out of food, and we need more time. The people are getting weakened and tired. Morale will fail. I don't even know if we'll make it to the grandparents at this pace, and the herd itself has been almost pushed to its extreme. If we take any more days like we've had the last several week, last week, I begin to fear that some of the, the weaker or older animals might just keel over dead from exhaustion. They're not used to being pushed like this. Well, that would help with the food. <laughs> I, I agree. And it's, at this, and it's at this point that I indicate to you that at any point in time, you can subtract one herd to add three food. <laughs> that's sense. what they're there uh, for i will happily uh you know go around the camp and try and help the morale as much as i can while everyone's you know down that's kind of brex jam yeah so he's you know Absolutely. make sure every, everyone there knows yeah. that as well that you know it's it's kind of like what breck's gonna be doing whenever we're stopped whenever he can yeah breck why don't you go ahead and make a diplomacy or a performance check um either of them you do that performance performance telling all these wild Ooh. stories oh. and the crazy stuff we just did yeah no that's <laughs> great right. i mean th these are these are yeah. uh, these are an oral tradition people right yeah. like like yeah these are like our legends yeah now. Like, exactly anyone who survives this needs to know right exactly it's like how burl used to be the hype man for the knights it's like oh yeah <laughs> yeah breck, breck is like the hype man for you know he's like he's like and then you know he's like telling you the story it's like uh that scene in return of the jedi when c-3po is telling the story of yeah. the of the party Ooh. to the to the wow. uh you know and like breck is using some of his bardic magic to uh enhance some of the story um mm -hmm. and uh uh breck you're able to increase morale by one point sick um uh letsua and uh, uh though uh as uh, breck moves around uh, gathers you in closer i must say that while i respect grandfather i was ugto his last wishes I worry about his request to you all. Do you intend to venture to Red Cat Cave? I must know. Aye. Yes. It is on we the way. We have no other choice. I know that it is on the way, but I guess the question is, we have avoided that cave for many, many years. Legends speak that the primal spirit that once guarded the flame grew mad and disastrous after losing it and nearly almost killed Iowa's mother when we first returned, or so the legend goes. And for that reason, we have avoided that cave. We pass by it as part of our ancestral route, 
but no one has been to that cave for some 70 or 80 years. And if the legends are to be true, then the spirit of Syarstic has been driven mad by its failure to protect the flame. Are you sure that it is wise that our scouts and my blessings and thanks to all of you who have been doing such a good job of keeping all of us alive should be risked on such a quest? You have already kept so much from us in the secrets. I, I think it's time for us to find out. Letsua shakes his head. I did not know either my, that my people... You can see Letsua has been taking this knowledge very, very hard. He, he was kind of a hard ass, kind of a really kind of eh, maybe a bit of an attitude problem. And he seems shook to his core. There's <laughs> not there's not a part of me that wonders if this is justice, vengeance for the mistakes that of our ancestors. A hundred years of war of demons while we played here in the fertile valleys and the and the beautiful mountains, while our own people suffered and bled so that we could live a life of peace. Exactly. And we should go find answers. If your people had gone to Mendev, there would be none here now to speak. We do not know that. The burning mammoths, look at how strong they are. Look how many they are. It would make the choice that they made. Murthig steps forward. No, of course not. We honor the way of our broken tusk people. Our legacy may be a lie, but I am proud of who we have become. We have become an accepting people, an open people. You, Joran of, formerly Joran of Mendev, now Joran of the Tusks, your wood giant friend, Shemven, who may yet be a valuable asset to us once he recovers from his poisonous wounds. <laughs> Plot. Um, Hands are too powerful for us at this level. He's way too powerful right. at this level. <laughs> he would make everything <laughs> trivial. Does he, have the, does he have the tetanus? Uh, he, he's got the tetanus. He's got, he's got the tetanus. Oh, yeah. um, we have changed in a hundred years, just as the burning mammoths have. I believe that we have changed for the better, that our ways, these, these traditions are worth saving. I don't disagree, but I feel like we should also face this secrets of, these, of our past head on. Nocta. We have no other choice because the burning mammoths will simply destroy us. Uh, Nocta, who usually isn't kind of at these powwows because she's too busy, like caring for sick and wounded people, kind of uh, makes an appearance. I share Murthig's concerns. If you are successful, and all that you, all that Grandfather Iwa wished for comes true. If the flame is recovered, if, if peace or, or, or reunification comes... Won't that be the end of the broken tusks? Whether we win or lose, perhaps this is the end of our people. Or is it just the beginning of a new age? A new a better age. better age. But, but a better age of what? We've been One. scraping by for hundreds of years. It's time for us to come out of the darkness and into the light. 
you would one not built on lies. Letsua stands forth. So you would suggest that we abandon our ways and embrace this new way? Yes. It's <laughs> I, I don't know if it's a really new way. way. It's a better way of our old ways. <laughs> but our old traditions way- are fine, but we cannot allow them to hold us in the past. We have a responsibility to us, our mm-hmm. own tribe and our children to evolve and get better than we were yesterday. The only, the the best step any of us can take is the next one. We need to forge ahead. That's pretty, that's pretty good. I like that. That was was actually pretty good, Tim. Uh, Tim, I'm going to give the, I'm going to give the tribe another point of morale. That was actually a really good one. Thank you. (laughs) Let's, so, uh, uh, you seem to have reached him uh, a little bit, uh, who's normally so, you know, stone-faced and kind of cynical. Breck, ever the recruiter, still, <laughs> Iowa spoke of reunification, of healing the wounds of the past. You've seen them. Joran, you've said with your own words, these are not men. Do you really think that peace with the burning mammoth is an option? Joran sits there quiet, staring into fire for a moment. It is a difficult question for me. It may be one I cannot answer. So instead, I will tell you what you need to hear. You are a people, a people singularly blessed by Saren Ray, Sister Cinder. She gave to you a relic that are your ancestors failed to keep. Reclaiming that is your birthright. God-given. Do not confuse what you are now for who you were meant to be. And furthermore, Sister Cinder is known for one thing above all, redemption. I sit here before you as a sign of her grace. Or at any other relic, any other goddess, I would tell you no. Kill them before they kill us, for they will never stop hunting us. But the only way we survive as a people is with her guidance. And her guidance is clear on this matter. Agakoa steps forward, putting a hand on the shoulder of Joran. Our brave friend from out the outside world speaks truth. You all know it in your hearts. The broken tusks. We are not. We are what the burning mammoth should be. This was our destiny. To not go to war. To not become a broken people. A shattered people. No offense, Joran. <laughs> None taken. Again. <laughs> Had you gone, I am what the best result would have been. <laughs> the ones that did not come with me are dead and we, buried. We, we may have made mistakes. Our ancestors may have made mistakes, but that does not mean that we need to make those same mistakes ourselves. Fate, chance, Sister Cinder, something has given us a chance, a second chance to make things right. And yes, the road is going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. Argakoa steps forward. 
but we have the best scouts that this following has seen in many, many generations. And we have something else, something else that we have not had since the dark days, since the, since the splintering, since we, since we started this period of, of the Sion, of, of the forgetfulness. We have hope. We have a path. We have a future. These are the stories that our children, our children's children will be singing. And they sit around the fire and bask in the glowing warmth of the primordial flame. We are Hold to that hope. You will need it in the days to come. And now I'm just right back there at the depression. Thanks, Jordan. That's <laughs> <laughs> minus one morale. <laughs> minus one morale. Um, but plus one to attack. Um... <laughs> math is tight. Math, math is math tight. Is tight. <laughs> you missed by plus two morale because they were flat-footed. Um, all right. Well, um, you know this kind of mini council uh, is is sort of uh, is sort of adjourn, and uh, the uh, the, the folks uh, kind of go back to to the other thing, but in a more game mechanic, obviously this, uh, the real question is how long do you guys want to stay in this hex? So I'm going to take you back to the, to the Sion route. Oh, wait. So we have, we're staying through the first day of clean water, right? Yes. Have we done that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That, that was the first day of clean water. Yes. Okay. And we know we can cross pretty easily now, but the other issue is that well, they can follow our trail. It is still two two days to go through the forest hex because of uh, difficult terrain. Right, but I'm saying they may get tripped up at the river. Though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they don't know where to fall. They are not going to have the same exactly. benefit unless yeah. I'll, I'll probably make a check and give them a bonus instead of like a flat DC 11. I might make right. it like a flat DC 8 or something like that because they are following you. Correct. And, mm-hmm. and you specifically did go and locate a... Uh, 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 sort of a way to pass it. So, yeah. Um, is there any way that I saw at the river to ruin the ford? Hmm. Is it dammed or anything like that naturally, which causes the passing to be easier? No, because it, it's just like a low spot. There's like okay. you know a natural ford. There's not really a whole lot you could do there. Make a shit ton of countertops. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I, mean I, got, I got improvised crafting. So, I mean, I can set booby traps. I mean, yeah, that might work actually. Yeah. I mean, something, if something in the water. Set some yeah. cow traps or something in the water. Yeah. I mean, uh, some- Whippa is kind of a, of an expert at snares and stuff like that as well. I'm sure okay. you guys could come up with something, but of course that's going to take time. And that's, the- well, they, they need a, you know, I, yeah. I, ideally I think we should get, we'll give them one more day. Okay. But I want to <laughs> give that day back yeah. to us. Okay. So Whippa yeah. and I. And we'll rustle up anyone that's competent and okay. uh, we'll get to work right. on building booby traps. All right. Well, I will advance the day then to the 11th and the burning mammoths are going to stay where they are. Cause they're still in that hex. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And that means you guys all get extra day for activities. <clears throat> so uh, the, the people are forage somewhere. <laughs> so the people are going to spend the whole day at gleaming sun Lake uh, again, foraging on their own. So they don't eat any food from the supply. Uh, but they do go up one morale because they're just spending the day chillaxing. And what would the scouts like to do? And and we'll probably uh, 
probably finish up here at Gleaming Sun Lake and then you guys will break out and that'll probably be our session. I will say if you've watched, mm-hmm. if you're still with us and you're and you're still watching the show, check out and remember to hang out to the end. Uh, we're going to put a poll up here in a couple minutes uh, while the group kind of makes their checks for you to vote for today's MVP. Uh, the MVP of the session gets to start the next session with a uh, bonus hero point. They could start with two hero points. Um, it's got to be the hatchet. Hatchet, hatchet, <laughs> hatchet needs to be <laughs> Saying. Um, all right, so let's quickly go around and see what the scouts want to do with this day at Gleaming Sun Lake. I'm looking for some more food because I'm not ready to kill a mammoth just yet. <laughs> all right. Yeah, uh, I'm there. Ooh, I'm joining Drago. Uh, you failed. You failed. Not good enough. Oh, all right. Well, I'll be out there with Droga. Don't pick these berries. <laughs> these aren't the good ones. I gave me the shits. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh no. I said not these berries. Oh, these ones oh. gave me the shits too. <laughs> oh, morale. Morale down. Morale down. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's Everyone's moving. Shit all over the place. Dysentery is rampant. Oh, no. that's the dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> Florida River. What is it? Um, <laughs> you know what? I use a hero point and re-roll that. There you go. There you go. I had that one from the last session. All right, so I, here we go. I'm gonna tentatively put back the uh I'm gonna tentatively put back the uh hey All right, there we are. <laughs> All right. So you succeed, Kaz, so I'm gonna increase food by one. There we go. When I uh, this time when I bring back the hair of the mammoth, everyone's like, "Whoa!" And I'm like, "No, no, no it's different this time." Yeah. Right. What you don't see <laughs> is that Thron brought back berries, and then everyone was sick, and so he just like ducked around a corner, threw the berries away, and he just went and like killed a mammoth and just brings back like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Uh. Brett. So and so now they have a trail of poop to follow. Yeah, Reva. <laughs> that. that was funny. <laughs> All right, the DC just got lower. <laughs> it's, yeah, but their morale is going to go down because they're crawling through our shit. It's <laughs> everywhere. They're the going to get this. The mammoths the ate the berries, too. It got real messy. It, it's like it's like, it's like like when there's like too many seagulls at the beach. They're like, oh, what is this? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Becomes just that we're, sludge. We're, we're, for, we're, for, we're full Oregon Trail here now. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Welcome, welcome to Night's nice Last Call, where you join for the RPGs, but you stay for the Oregon Trail Simulator. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to fix some wagon wheels, Derek. <laughs> we're fording the river. We're traveling the trail. We're getting dysentery. Uh, you, you, yep. you slay 25,000 pounds of mammoth meat. You're able to carry back 20. <laughs> <laughs> all right I hope, I hope our viewers are old enough to get some of those but <laughs> certain they are we appeal to nobody our patrons our yeah. patrons we appeal it. to no one young so <laughs> right. right uh uh f's in the chat for your youth uh <laughs> uh breck what do you got for me today uh, I mean, Breck's just going to keep, uh, you know, keep morale high. He's going to keep, you know, right. sewing these stories and making sure, you know, everyone's happy. He's going to hold hands while people working. poop. The DC, yeah, you know. the DC is higher, uh, Tim, because the morale is already pretty high. Yeah, that's fine. He's uh, still going to go for it. Breck's going Breck. But actually, if you get. No, well, not, we'll not, again. <laughs> not high enough this time. I was going to say, if you actually got the uh, morale to uh, 15, hmm. the, uh, the following will actually get a bonus. Oh, oh, so close. So, all right. Who's got one left? Joran. I'm, I'm crafting traps. Got it. Make a With check. The trap patrol. Make a check. 
Um, nice. Down by the river. Whippa is going to help you. You specifically <laughs> mentioned her, so yep. get up. Oh! Oh, oh yeah! 20! Nat, Nat, 20. All right, Joran, you're like, look at this. Uh, I, I, we, we, we did this back in the <laughs> siege from the Storm King. Worked perfectly. Just uh, so many succubuses that day. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> so many succubi. That is hilarious. <laughs> Um, all right. <laughs> well, Joran, I am going to say uh, that you are able to. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you got an at 20. Tell us about these. What, what are we creating here? Oh, yeah, we, we're, we're getting a little bit of everything. I got kids going down to the lake, grabbing obsidian, bringing it back. I think it's, your mic. I think your yeah. I think your mic like, died on us. Went to yeah. uh, super uh, echo mode. He's he's too busy touching it all the time. Broken seashells and stuff to cut your feet. Now up. we now we Hello. just lost you. There oh, you there go. We go. There we go. Hi. There. Welcome back. Yes. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome to Knights of Last Call, where Last Call. we were just describing a critical hit on a crafting check to make caltrops that we were gonna put in the river. That's correct. Okay. So uh I, I send the children down to the lake to grab the obsidian, which is naturally sharp, so it's gonna save us time. There you go, perfect. Dragon glass. Uh, It'll kill yeah. the white walkers. Dragon glass. Too. <laughs> and then um that still yeah. would have been a better way than he actually died. Caltrop story than Twilight. <laughs> Take them across the river and then, like, they all just die. <laughs> ah, a dragon, a dragon girl has spike pit. No, <laughs> but we embed it in a bunch of wood so we can easily lay these things down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we also coat them a little bit so they don't sparkle so they can't see it when they're crossing the river. Yeah, no, it's and, a uh, it's a yeah. brutal series of traps. Um, uh, Joran is a brutal dude. All right. Yeah, there's kind of almost a mouth to this. And actually, it's, it's going to work Ooh, out perfectly because because you are specifically in a Ford. And you're almost leading them there because they are Correct. tracking you. That's going to be a narrow frontage. You're mm -hmm. going to, it's going to be particularly effective. Um, and so I'm actually going to rule that they are going to automatically fail the flat check to cross the river. Uh, and so it's automatically going to, uh, to, to take an extra full day for basically for them to cross the river uh, because nice. of how brutally effective because oh, nice. of the critical hit. So uh, cool. a lot of extra time gained. So yeah, just sure. a lot of injuries oh, too. just like, so now they got to care for their injured. Right. Don't kill anybody. I, I have to. I, I feel like they don't care for their injured. I'm yeah, sure. I was thinking the same thing. Oh so yeah, there's exploding. Yeah, yeah. they like, don't care if they lose enough. I mean, right? Like in terms yeah. of in terms of like numbers and effectiveness. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so here's something to consider, guys. We you know we haven't had an opportunity yet, and this may not be it either. But if we get enough distance, the ability for them to track us gets significantly harder because yeah. as more time passes, our trail mm -hmm. gets covered even Older. a one as large as us yeah. and we can make a false trail too if we have enough time to that maybe. gets really hard but because we have 70 people but it's something to consider if we get that much time i yeah. will also I mean, say though that if the distance gets too great i will be making them invisible uh on sure. the map mm -hmm. because unless you're taking actions to like backtrack and right. like scout them right. um but yeah, yeah that makes sense um they're gonna uh, have the advantage for like ever but you yeah know, there's things we can do to not make it quite as desperate yeah. Um, so uh, I do. I did want to point out that uh, uh, we did get a couple of uh, of uh, tips here at the end. Uh, Damien, upon no longer, send a five dollar super chat for Hatchet MVP. Love it. See it. Uh, which yeah. reminds me, I'm, I'm going to get that. Uh, I'm going to get that uh, up here in the. Uh, 
in the in the poll here. All right, so MVP of the session. All right, we've got Droga, not it. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'd be surprised the poll. if I get five percent of the vote. Uh, we get Breck. Uh, should I go Breck slash Hatchet, oh, or yeah. should I just so, say, or should Hatchet be its I mean, own own rating? Yeah, I feel like Hatchet should be its own thing. Okay, Hatchet Hatch- should be its own rating. Yeah. Uh, so that the hero 100%. point can only be used on an attack. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But with oh, the hatchet, so yeah, yeah, obviously. Oh, oh, I messed up. I messed up. Ignore. Uh, or an intimidate check, I ignore, guess, because the Hatchet now has intimidate. Ignore so. that poll. Ignore <laughs> that poll. Ignore that. Poll. <laughs> Delete the poll. Delete the poll. All right. Hold there was no Hatchet there. No, to be fair, this poll here is pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure zero perfect zero ah, excellent <laughs> no one gets a boat <laughs> no one gets a our <laughs> next poll is only hatchet oh, oh, oh you know what oh, I can... surprisingly i catch you came in 100 percent of the votes <laughs> yeah. you youtube will only let me make four options unfortunately so uh really all right. yeah all right oh, so we can leave droga true. off and then yeah, you can just take... <laughs> yeah, i don't no, why I would get one. Uh, uh, <laughs> so it's 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 basically Breck slash Hatchet. I, um, I was gonna try to put a troll option in there and just say nobody, just no one you, gets you, it. You could also just replace Breck with the Hatchet. I mean, let's be honest. That is true. Breck like, is there's just a means for the Hatchet. Right. There's no, no option. Right. Um. So, as you like guys, everyone saw, who got morale from Breck really was just staring at the Hatchet. They weren't actually yeah. listening. To it's Breck, a sentient but. Hatchet, and it wields a human. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> The hatchet's um, wielder shall be our leader. So it's as, like the, like in the Mandalorian, right? The the mask or whatever it is. That's the true leader of the Mandalores. The um, so as uh, as the votes start coming in, um, I am going to uh, do a couple of things. The first is uh, I'm going to award some experience points. Uh, you guys Ooh. fought uh, you guys fought two severe fights, um, and so uh, in addition to your exploration activities, uh, that gains grants you 300 experience points. Ooh, nice. Okay. Uh, so I think, what are you guys at? Like 600? 610. 610. Okay. So uh, <laughs> a big session next time will make a difference. And speaking of next time, we are actually going to be oh. on a bit of a break. Um, so uh, uh, Tim and I uh, were originally planning on going to Gen Con, uh, not this week, but the next week when we were going to have our session. Um, and uh, although uh, the Knights have made a decision not to go to Gen Con, uh, I have made ulterior vacation plans, as Tim has as well. Um, and to just take advantage of the time off. And uh, Mr. Kaz Thrawn had uh, vacation plans before uh, we were even uh, uh, asked him to be on the show. Um, And so he was always going to be out for a few weeks in August. So as a result, uh, the show is going to basically be on a uh, two show uh, hiatus. So we are going to, we're going to be basically be back at the end of August. We're not going to have any shows uh, here in the, in the middle of August, but we are in the process of putting together our studio for our alternative uh, game, which is going to be live in person uh, at our studio, and we're going to be playing Root. So if you are interested in Powered by the Apocalypse games or if you want to see what they're about and you have any interest in anthropomorphic animals engaged in bloody politics and um, interfactional Brutal warfare, interfactional warfare, um, definitely check out uh, our Root game. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to getting it back together in person in the studio uh you know it doesn't have all the bells and whistles that uh something like foundry has which is really good for pathfinder 2 uh but root being a powered by the apocalypse game is mostly theater of the mind and it's all sort of uh narration and and, and role playing um and so uh it doesn't really 
it doesn't really benefit as much, I think, from being online. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun to get us in person. So I really want to say thank you to everybody who came out today and supported us. Uh, we got uh, some yeah. nice chats. Now, unfortunately, we did not make our uh, horns of power goal, which is OK. But we but we did have uh, we did have a couple people tip. And we did have a couple of people chat. Now, our uh, we have a few minutes left here before we end the show. But uh, right now, uh, Mr. Damian Williams won the top super chat with a five dollar super chat. So he is going to uh, uh, in the next uh, couple minutes uh, get to uh, make the uh, choice about whether which resource gets a plus two or a minus two. Damian has historically been a fan of the players, so I'm assuming that he's going to be continue to be. That being said, we had two people who actually tipped, I think, $25. So Henry tipped $25 and Scott Smith tipped $25. So we are going to either have to uh, do a flip off, a roll off, or we're going to have to uh, uh, have those two uh, folks uh, agree on who uh, gets to uh, gets. Oh, to I got an idea. Work Maybe together. the dinosaur was pregnant and there's a baby <laughs> dinosaur on the way. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Not for $25. Someone <laughs> <laughs> um, wants to tip a little bit more. We'll, we'll get a baby down and start a show. Um, it's twins. Uh, yeah, but they could work together in the comment section of the YouTube channel um, if they're not in the Patreon themselves. All right. So I'm going to end the poll here as we prepare to uh, wrap up the session. Um, all right. Well, uh, no, no, it was, it was more. Oh, than look at that. So we got some pity votes for Droga. There yeah, was, that even, was definitely they, a they, pity No, vote. they literally said in the chat, pity votes. Uh, <laughs> look, I see a number and I'm in second place. By the way, uh, I, I did notice that from Lance Quagmire. Think about how good this last series of events would be if Bob had river lore. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, okay, so but hey, he's got lore for the place we can't actually get into. Um, that was, and so again, the fighter wins MVP. Turns out when you don't roll triple nat ones, uh, yeah, uh, like he did uh, last time we played, uh, yep. it's, it's pretty easy for the uh, fighters to to fight. Um, and so as we sort of begin wrapping up, let's just kind of take a quick assessment of where we're at. So the group has managed to put um, a couple hexes of distance between themselves and the burning legion or sorry, burning mammoths legion. However, um, yeah, however, uh, the, uh, burning mammoths are going to be able to gain some speed as they make their way here along the Southern edge of the gleaming sun Lake. But we know that they have a three day crossing ahead of them, uh, as they hit the forest hex, because, uh, they are going to, uh, take two days to heck cross it and an extra penalty day for failing the river ford automatically because of the critical from the crafting check. So in a, in a sense, that is going to give the, uh, the broken tusks a good chance to make their way east. Now, between here and there, it's a lot of empty sort of rolling tundra plains. That means there's a good chance for random encounters, but also a good chance for them to potentially uh, put a lot of distance between them and the burning mammoths. There's going to be a new option next time for the burning mammoths to start being able to push the following a little bit, but that costs food or morale as they push the people, basically, basically force March your community um, as they start pushing the limits of people to gain potentially more distance. Um, in addition, next time we play, uh, the group will probably get fairly close to, if not uh, exactly to it, uh, to level uh, three. So, uh, so stay tuned for that. And of course, always, you know, if you're interested in, in the channel, like subscribe to the video, check out some of our other content. Um, and if you really want to support us and you really want to see what the nights are really all about, check out the Patreon link down below in the description. Uh, you can also go to patreon.com slash nights of last call. 
uh, and check us out there. We got a couple different tier options from I just want to check out the Discord and 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 see what you guys are about, all the way up to a hero who you know are our, our biggest uh, and and most uh, helpful supporter. So I do want to say thank you to everybody in the Patreon. They are definitely what uh, keep this game going. They're the ones who uh, asked for a Pathfinder 2 AP to be brought back after the demise of the previous one. And that is why we are here. So, uh, gentlemen, uh, is there any, is there anything else? Oh, I'm, I'm excited. It's level three in the after show. Yeah, no. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, there, Mr. Kaz, uh, if you are a champion or a hero tier member of our Patreon, we get, you get to go join this zoom call in about five minutes. Uh, we send out the link so you can come in, talk with us, let us know what you thought about the show, ask any questions. Yeah, we kind of just water cooler talk, let the, you know, no YouTube filter. We can, we can kind of say what, uh, kind of like raw and unfiltered. We uh, use Nazi language. We, yeah. We use a little bit more, a little bit more. Say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> we, we get one, we get one. <laughs> um, that it's is at the end, three hours. The beginning. Beginning. That's no, right. No, it's no, at no. the, it's at the end. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> So on behalf of Bob, Aaron, Tim, and Kaz, I want to say thank you for joining us this evening. We look forward to seeing you in about a month when we'll pick this back up as we continue the quest for the frozen flame and, and, uh, We'll legend of Thrawn the, the Hatchet. Legend of Thrawn and Hatchet. Uh, <laughs> it's like uh, like like Felix and what's it? Uh, Felix like, and Gotrex. Yeah, Felix and Gotrex. Uh, or or like or like Fawford and the Gray Mouser. But it's just it's just Thrawn and the Hatchet. Um, it's excellent. But uh, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time on Knights of Last Call. Mm-hmm.